Tested the mics. Testes the mics. Testiculars. Testiculars. Fleshlights. Fleshlights. Valentine flashlight. Valentine Day flashlights. Out out of town for the weekend. So 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 when you use your flashlight, do you put panties on it? Do you take off the panties? Do you just just slip it to the side? side. No, no. No, I went. I, I kind of went in my attic where my mom had stored a bunch of like, even like my sister's old stuff, like her old Barbie dolls. So I took a little pair of panties off one of the Barbie dolls and put it on the flashlight. Yeah, damn, good stuff. My only question before is... before I did that, when I took them off the Barbie doll, of course I sniffed them. <laughs> you you sniffed? It smelled like like plastic. Okay, uh, that was gonna be my follow up <laughs> question. That was gonna be dramatic about it, but that makes. Makes a lot of fucking sense, Gary. Makes a lot of fucking sense here. That's pretty gay. <laughs> that's pretty, that's that's being detailed. Yeah. That's like he knows what he wants. He wants panties on a Barbie, and he likes the smell of plastic. Plastic. That's what it is. Test it. Test it the mics. <laughs> second what the fuck are you doing are you professional or not this podcast is intended for mature audiences views and opinions expressed are of these dumb motherfuckers so any sensitive fuck remember they're drunk and possibly gay or maybe even bi and like to ramble the fuck on so take that is happening everybody welcome to another episode of the ramlicaholics podcast get your panties out it's one of those, it's that type of episode. get your flashlights out it's that type of episode i'm your host whiskey jay the cult leader himself the grand wizard of fuckery the chief engineer shenanigans and laughter accompanied accompanied by my two heterosexual life mates on this wine night fridays right on now. my left Name Jenny's ready to pop it open. Yes, I am. He's ready to pop it open like he's about to yes. pop a cherry. Yes, I am. One and only, Mr. Woo. Welcome to tonight's episode, baby. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, across from me, you got a beautiful cock certified by a Jewish doctor. <laughs> you got the you guys the laughter of an innocent child. And ladies, if you treat him right, he'll make sure he slides the panties nice and cool. The one and only Mr. Gary Rumpster. Hello. <clears throat> we had to start this because we didn't really do a Valentine's episode. I know we didn't. We didn't even acknowledge it last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, now we can eat. What are we drinking? It's Wine Friday. It's, yeah, the girls are having shards tonight. And when I say the ladies, I mean us. <laughs> yes, uh, we're all having Chardonnays. Yes. So we're starting off with a selection brought to us by the man with the certified beautiful cock by a Jewish doctor, by Mr. Co- Doctor Cockstein. Yes, Cockstein. <laughs> We're drinking a Robert Mondavi Private Reserve Chardonnay brewed in whiskey barrels. Ooh, aged in whiskey barrels. <clears throat> fuck you. <laughs> Come on, man. Is it in a fucking whiskey barrel or what? Huh? Hey, you know, on the Beatles anthology, you know, when uh, Jeff Emmerich or whatever says, you know, for the benefit of Mr. Kite, take one. 
And you hear John Lennon in the background go, being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Well, guess what? So you wear glasses, but you ain't fucking John Lennon, motherfucker. Yeah, it's some linen <laughs> like correction here, all right? <laughs> all right. Hurry up, pour yourself a fucking glass. Yeah, dude. Stop talking madness, god damn it. So this is uh, the reason, everyone knows, uh, if you're new to the show, the reason why we're all drinking wine tonight, it's Clancy's out here. It is, it is. All, right. all right, cheers, right, guys. Right, cheers, 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 cocksuckers. Cheers. Cheers, yeah, yeah. To, to Dr. Coxie. <laughs> the guy who verified that Gary has a beautiful cock. To Dr. Coxie. Well, actually, it wasn't Dr. Coxie. It was actually the guy that took over after he retired. Dr. Peterstein. Well, no, he wasn't. I don't, I don't even think he was Jew. He just always said that doctor always does a good circumcision. That's when. So. And he was a Jew? I don't know. Hey, he was a Jew. I think, it was yeah. a, hey, I think he was a Jew. That's why you don't like Jews, dude. So did you play some of this and shit when you were doing your flashlight, dude? Yeah, what was the playlist from the Barry White selection on your Valentine's Day? Well, I started off with uh, Air Supplies Lost in Love. Okay. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Mm-hmm. No, that's a know, then I kind of followed it up with uh, Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart. Oh, that's Ooh, a nice one. All right, all right. And I threw some, you know, Meatloaf's Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Okay, okay. And okay. for the big finish... With Barry White's Can't Get Enough of Your Love. There you go. There you so, go. I did. I, I, start, I started off my evening with this one, and I said, baby. And I put on my my tight pants and stuff in the middle of my living room. Were you struggling? Yeah, a little. Okay. That's cool. And I was lip syncing to this. <laughs> Not bad. Thank Not you, wishing sir. well, huh? That's right. Well, what were you wishing for? Love, like the sun said. Wish yeah. me love. Was he wishing for love, Gary? I don't know. I wasn't there. I was having dinner with my flashlight. <laughs> you had a spaghetti dinner. <laughs> I know what was for we dinner. Set, we set up. We set up the set up the table. A couple candles. <laughs> put a nice little dress on the flashlight and cooked up some uh, some pozole. Oh, oh, so it was a Mexican flashlight. <laughs> Damn. What's what's, yeah. the name? what's her name? Salma. <laughs> Salma. Yeah. You got so it. you have pozole for Valentine's. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not that's cool. Dude. People got, have steaks, and you know, yeah, we barely got into the you know the pozole. You know, it happened. Things <laughs> just things moved quickly. You know, <laughs> pozole got cold. Yeah. It's still there the next morning. You know. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, you, you are. Glowing. I forgot. I forgot to blow out the candles too, and of course, you know that melted all over the table. So that was you know that was a disaster. Jesus, I didn't know what the fuck I made for things for uh, Valentine's Day. Well, I I saw you on uh, on IG. You guys were having a. You guys were sending their cutesy notes to each other. Making me sick. The fuck up? I just posted a picture of me and my wife like ten years ago. Exactly, and she kept sending, putting up pictures of you, like, "Oh, my love," and this, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" That was the only thing we posted. No, you posted some shit, dude. And then I got a chocolate covered strawberries and cookie cookies shaped heart. Making me gross out, dude. And then I got her a bouquet of flowers. Totally totally sickening. Because truthfully, I could do without Valentine's Day. I actually could too. Actually, I mean, I only do it because you know, it's a day created just for florists and jewelers. You know. Was it created for just floors and jewelers? Was it? I see. To me, it's like Christmas. I agree with you. It's a fucking cash grab for for vendors. I get that. But you know, restaurants benefit out of this, and yeah, you know, yeah. what else? Flashlight companies benefit out of this, and you know. I heard porn skyrockets during Valentine's Day. All the lonely people like porn really skyrockets. <laughs> well, that, that was my Valentine's Day. Flashlights and porn, dude. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh, so so what am I gonna do tonight, baby? Are we gonna? Are we, we going to do the freaky deaky? Nah, babe, I got some fucking porn to watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I made her 
kale soup. That's what she wanted to do. Ooh, eat. kale soup, huh? Yeah, she, I go, you want steak? I'll go get some steaks, you know, uh, put pork chop. No, she goes, I want kale soup. Because it was the type of weather. It was, like, cold that day. So I got home, made some kale soup, got her all the stuff, you know, like I said, got her chocolate-covered strawberries and uh-huh. heart-shaped cookie, uh, heart-shaped cookies. And those bouquet of flowers. <laughs> right now that he said that, it reminds me of that singer at the end of uh, Boogie Nights. When, what's his name? He's going to go get his wife some donuts. And he's like, oh, are, are those heart-shaped cookies? Mm-hmm. Oh, for, for the Valentine. Oh, okay, yeah, give me some of them and shit. <laughs> yep, that's, that's what I did. That's what I and did. Then, and then, bam! <sighs> was that Boogie Nights or was that Buffalo 66? I remember. Oh, Buffalo, Buffalo 66, you're right. Yeah, Boogie Nights, he's getting some donuts, but he was pointing out one with the... I know there's like fr- one that, yeah, yeah, I think it's a Valentine's Day thing Valentine's too, though. Too, it? Yeah. yeah, I think so. No, it was for Christmas because it was right before Christmas. Oh, I thought, yeah, the one shaped like the Christmas tree. That's, that's what, yeah. the one, you're right. Yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo 66, 66 about the hearts. The, yeah, the heart no, one. Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's the one where he buys a, yeah, you hated that fucking ending. Oh, yeah. You suck, dude. Yeah, that's what I did. That's what I did for Valentine's Day. But I do think it's a shitty holiday. I think everyone, mm-hmm. I don't know, I mean... Day for jewelers and vendors to make money. Day for single people to feel like shit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and That's got to be the most, aside from Christmas, that has to be the most second most depressed holiday. Yeah. Or date. I don't want to consider it a holiday. The, the, uh, the second date is Valentine's Day. Because you're lonely. And, you, and like you said, people out there posting mushy shit. Yeah. I just posted one fucking picture. And I tagged my wife. When he was about and, 30 and, pounds lighter. And yes. And, and, <laughs> and I, had and, more hair. <laughs> I mean, I still have great hair. And great hair. You just sounded like I, Trump. I had great hair. Very great hair. One of the best ever. No one knows it. Just for Men wants my secret of how to have beautiful locks like I do. But uh, no, I, I just posted one fucking picture. But everyone I know posted like millions of other fucking pictures of, you know, oh, my love. Which is funny because those are the type of couples that like argue in public and say, you're a fucking asshole and this and that. <laughs> but on that day... You're the love of my life. You're my everything. Everything I have if there's is anybody, because of you. If there's anybody I want to murder for the, uh, in an act of love, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and then the funny, they're also the same couple. They're like, I'm broke, I'm broke. But they're out there buying like fucking chains, necklaces, bracelets, taking them out to gourmet fucking restaurants they can't afford. Yeah, see. <laughs> but on second thought, you know, when you see the price of all this shit on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Makes me glad I'm single. <laughs> Unless, like, you know, you get the good, you know, nice groove, so you don't have to give that shit. I was going to laugh at that, but then I started thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, over the years, and maybe so you can, you know, also dive in on this one, I've learned to, like, keep it within a budget, because before I would splurge on Valentine's Day, yeah. I what I spent on everything, $80. Nice. I didn't break the fucking bank. Because it, it took, it was literally 40 bucks for those three items. And then the rest was all on the groceries I bought to make the kale salad, and you know I bought you know bought the I forgot the, what else you I made bought a with kale the, salad. Huh? No, no, I mean kale soup. Sorry, you made kale soup, huh? So you see, the, there's this soup at the Olive Garden. It's called the Toscano. Yeah, it's close that enough. Has, yeah, that has kale soup. There has kale in it too, and it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Close. It, it's basically what I do is close enough. So is that. it like pot? Uh, you put potatoes and sausage and all that good stuff? Because I don't I don't intake potatoes or bread or anything. I put carrots instead. I will say this, you know, aside from being the first individuals I've known to put mayonnaise on a hot dog, now you guys are like the first individuals I've known to ever eat kale. You don't really? eat kale? 
Have you, haven't you had I, a I nice... tried it I, when I was doing a, the, the smoothie diet once. There was like, oh. well, there was a recipe for one with kale. Fuck no. Yeah, it tasted You know like what you shit. should do? Here's a good recipe. This is what I use. Ready? Recipe. Nice recipe. Nice, nice recipe. Get some kale, wash it, put it in there, put sprinkle some olive oil, some lemon, put some avocado on that motherfucker. Avocado. And you eat that shit. That shit's good. Hmm. Eat that shit. A little, a little pinch of salt if you like a little salty stuff in your life, but I don't do it because I'm, I'm trying to lay off the salt. And that's it. Hmm. And okay. that shit's good, actually. That's actually I actually eat that. By I itself. used to put that in my smoothies. Yeah, hmm. I ain't never did that. With yeah, the smoothies. I'll eat it as a salad in a soup. That's as far. Oh, you make kale chips too? Yeah, I've seen those. I'm just like mm. kale chips are good. Yeah, hell yeah. When I worked at Disneyland, we used it as a decorative item, but especially with the air fryer. Kale? Yeah, that's what really? you do with parsley, man. Yeah, we well, no, we put it. There was a display where we put our fruit and vegetable boxes. Yeah. On display for people to see what's in them and all that, and we it was like in a little display box, and you put the two boxes in there, and we, you surrounded it with kale leaves. So that's all we used it for. Wow, no, no, yeah. never yeah. a big fan of kale, but I got into it. I, I put I did I put it in my smoothies. I used to put a let's see, it was a, an apple, a banana, uh, some kale, and uh, almond milk. Huh. Never cared for the kale fucking shake, whatever the fuck that thing is. Like I said, I'll eat it in a soup. I'll eat it as a chip. I'll eat it as a salad, but we'll never eat it as a shake. Well, I fucked it. Or drink it. You fucked the fucking kale? No, shut up. Oh, I thought I was about to say you fucked No, I, fuck, I fucked up my... Uh, I didn't realize that I had fucked up my uh, my blender and shit when I started doing those smoothies because, uh, you know, I used to do margaritas in them, and so, you know... <laughs> the ice fucked up the blade. So you mean the blades are all dull? Fucking blades are all... What blades? <laughs> There's like, Jesus. Yeah, I had to go yeah. buy a... Eventually, you have to replace your blades. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I had to go buy a new one and shit. You know, I was like, why don't you have the Ninja... You know, I love the ninja. I love my ninja blade. You know, I had something similar. Uh, the X had one where I don't. I don't think it was a ninja, but it was like something similar. Because remember, the ninja became like a thing, and so everybody had to have one of these fucking things. And you know, set, walking mm-hmm. around your fucking uh, living room or your kitchen like a douche, because all you do is disconnect it from this blender thing, and you walk around like that's your glass, right? You don't pour it into anything. You walk around with this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that? So yeah, we did that douchey thing, and so. <laughs> <laughs> but those blades were pretty good. I remember I, that fucking kale didn't survive. Nothing that we put in that thing survived. It was all, yeah, that was that. Yeah, I need to do my little with shakes my, too. But on my blender, I have forgotten. I had blended many a uh, many a margarita on that blender, and and finally said fuck you. Yeah, when I was trying to be healthy, the blades were like, hey man, where's the ice? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> so, I have the magic bullet. That's what mine's oh. called. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were trying to make insinuations. No, there. no, no. Mine, <laughs> my, my blend, it's, not, it's not really a blender, but I mean, it's made. It's, it's designed specially for making smoothies. So. Oh, the little thing you just press it. Yeah. Oh, I have one too. Yeah. Yeah, I have one too. I use it. I use it once in a while. Yeah. I use it once. A while. Yeah, it's not like for margaritas and things like that, but it's good for the smoothie. That's what it's wait, mainly wait, designed wait, for. Wait, yeah. It's not. Huh? I mean, I used the ones for margarita. I just wanted no. to make one margarita. I'm sure you could do it. For I wanted to make one margarita for myself. I didn't want to use the that, big blenders. So would... I just did it right there. That, like, okay, that would be that would be fucking terrific, right? That you get you. Yeah. Hey, so why are you buying that ninja? You get on a health kick. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I'd be like, nah. Nah, see, see, for someone like my size, I'd be like, yeah, health kick. <laughs> Makes sense for me. Like, also, what are you drinking? That lime juice. <laughs> lime juice. So I wanted to say this real quick because I know as Calante told me to mention this. Guess who? Again, broke bro code, sliding into his ex's DM to wish her a happy Valentine's Day, and asked her if she was free, maybe to go get a, you know, some coffee. Yeah, he did tell me that. <laughs> He's really trying. He's really trying. And how'd it work out? Oh, she never replied. Oh, 
Yeah, she wow. decided to have coffee by herself. <laughs> That's why I sent that picture of like saying, "Hey, happy Valentine's Day." Remember? Okay. Yeah. And I sent I sent it to her. She goes, "Ill." That's why I said no. <laughs> what a. What are you trying to prove with that? Honestly, what are you trying to prove? I don't know what that. I don't. I don't get the objection. Uh, obje- I guess he's just lonely. But yeah. why hit up? It's like again, perfect example. Would you email or text Mr. Lou's ex-wife and say, "Hey, Happy Valentine's Day"? Of course. You want to get a cup of coffee? <laughs> hey, I heard what happened. Yeah. Like, hey, I really feel bad about what happened to you and Mr. Lou, but hey, well, it was actually Mr. Lou's ex-wife that actually texted me when they split. She was the first one to tell me. Okay, I get it, but and, 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 I, mean? I, and yeah, I asked her. I asked. Not her. The, that's not the question. Yeah. The question. Well, is, I did. I asked her after when she texted me. I said, "I'm sorry to hear that. Do you want to get some coffee?" <laughs> I'll show you, he did do it. All right, so, so I stand corrected. All right, good stuff. <laughs> Fucking shit, Gary, you finally admit this one. Well, she seemed hurt. I wanted to make sure she was all right, you know? Yeah, she did. And then, you know, then four, when he, the four Mr. packs of cigarettes later. Yeah. <laughs> and when Mr. Lou broke the news to me a couple days later, you know, I said, want to go get some coffee? <laughs> oh, so now you said it to Lou. That makes sense. Uh, that, that, that was, that, that, that that's. That's not even a douche, but that's a cunt move, dude. That, that is, a, is a cunt move. That's that is a fucking, fucking cunt move. Well, what do you? Uh, come on, I mean, I know you're not talking Escalante, but hey, you're gonna try to steal his ex chick? I mean, not even steal, but I mean, you're trying to fucking hook up with his. Because that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to hook up. That's what it looks like. No, it's not what it looks like. It's what it is. Call it what it is. It's, it's he's trying to fuck his ex girlfriend. That's fucking disgusting, dude. It's like not that the chick's disgusting. She's not. No, I'm saying the pretty whole, girl. Yeah, though I'm saying the whole idea of of what. You, you, you're trying to hit up your fucking cousin's ex-girlfriend. But we're talking about a guy that basically shared his girlfriend with all his fucking high school friends. Yeah, but see, Escalante is not that kind of cousin. <laughs> he is not. He is, he's, yeah, he is he, not. He's not about sharing, especially with that, with that fucking asshole. No, no way. No. That is a cut move. That is a total fucking cut move. And then, and then he's also trying to talk to his new girlfriend. And be like, and I guess she's ignoring him, and I guess he's going around work. Why is she ignoring me? Because you're a fucking cunt. That's yeah. why everybody yeah. leaving me, bro. That's kind of that's kind of like if a uh, that's kind of like if a uh, you know the rumpster here leaves his uh leaves his uh flashlight, and then I try to hook up with the flashlight. You know, <laughs> I clean it after every. Year, okay, so. I believe you do clean. Oh, no, he is. He's, he's very fucking OCD about that kind of. Are thing. you? Do you but, shine yeah. that motherfucker? Yeah. You bring it. Very Wait, do you finger it? Because you gotta be like, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's very, very clean and sanitary. Clean it real nice. Like, but he's like this, bro. He's like this, cleaning it nice. No, the rumpster is very, every, every, very dro- OCD every, every about drop, every drop, yeah, every drop of baby batter is cleaned out of that sucker, dude. <laughs> so you don't wear a condom then? Yeah, dude. You can get that thing pregnant, dude. You better watch yeah. out. Dude, you watch it's out, on, dude. It's on the pill. You better hope that God speaks <laughs> and speak to her. <laughs> you do know that the pill isn't one hundred percent. Just. Just thought I'd neither are condoms. Yeah, neither are condoms. Yeah, neither are condoms. Yeah, so see, but but pill and the condom that should that should yeah pretty secure right there. You put them on both. You have to, dude. You know, plus I use plus I use warming gel with spermicide. So it's all right. And and, uh, you know that they in the news in the news they just came out saying that there's going to be a pill for them for a man. How does that work? Do you think men are you take the pill and I guess well, yeah? You but what does it do? How does it? What does it do? Kill your sperm or what? I mean, <laughs> beats me. Oh, yeah, I, I just know. saw that and I and I just science. Yeah, dude, I looked at it and I went, wow, no science. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> it's science. Maybe the next generation of kids who come out here, you know, going Ooh, equality and you know, yeah, we got we got to support it. So yeah. 
That's, that's going to be the new fight. You know how like, they always fight for women not to have, like, companies shouldn't be paying for birth controls? <laughs> it's going to be that for men, too. Uh, hmm. Union battles between companies. Like, we want to make sure our union truckers are, sat- are satisfied and have the pill I mean, if you, if, when if, available. If, if, if it's part of your health insurance, I don't see what the big deal is. Fuck it. It's part, birth control's part of your health being, you know? What's the big deal? What's the big fucking deal? Is it the fact that companies have to pay for that and they don't believe but it? But they pay for your fucking health anyways. So what's the big deal? I don't know, bro. I'm not the one making these laws, bro. Circumcisions are part of your health care. So if you don't, if you're not Jewish, well, you're not. You, you can't support that, and you can't pay it in your fucking health. If they don't have Doctor Cockstein doing that cut, then this I don't think true. they should. This is true. I think only one man should do that, and it should be Doctor Cockstein. How old is Doctor Cockstein at this moment? Eighty three. Well, he was like at retirement age, right when he performed my circumcision. So I imagine Doctor Cockstein is like no longer with us. He'd be well over modern 100 years si- old. Modern science would keep him alive. Yeah, well, he could be. He could be over 100. Who knows, you know? Shaking, making those decisions. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking shame, dude, if he's not alive. Yeah. It's a yeah, fucking I mean, shame. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, so you're one of the last few that has... So, they, <laughs> you're like, so they, that means you're like one of the last Mohicans that have a nice, beautiful, circumcised cock. Well, I mean... Yeah, the last Mohican. It yeah. depends how many other babies, you know, that you did circumcise in that era. So I'm pretty sure there's a few of us walking around. Did your mother? Did your mother pierce your ears and then make earrings out of your uh, <laughs> out of your circumcision thing? No, she did not do that. Did no, she yeah. put it in the blender and drink it? No, I or made you drink it better. She put it in the freezer and shit, and you confused it for calamari once. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> She's kind of chewy. Mom, who is this? Pig's feet? <laughs> well, considering it's a baby foreskin, I'm sure it's like looks like miniature calamari. Yeah, exactly. It's like the size of a Flintstones uh, vitamin. Well, actually, I knew somebody who kept their fucking kids circumcision thing. It just looks like a bruised piece of skin. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Looks like it's. Brewed. But I don't know what the whole, what's the point of keeping it. I don't know. You know, same thing like placentas, right? Some people, yeah. some women keep placentas. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Don't In, know why. Well, NBA Hall of Famer Spencer Haywood. You know, when he got traded to the Lakers in '79. Yeah. There was a rumor flying around the Lakers uh, clubhouse that Spencer Haywood actually had performed his own circumcision. And, uh, I don't so the, even know what to say to that. Yeah. So uh, Michael Cooper was like designated to be the guy to try to check him out in the shower and see. <laughs> get the fuck out. And, and this, I mean, they show this in the in the, the the HBO show Showtime or Winning Time or whatever. But it's yeah. also in the book that it's based on. It's actually covered. And, okay. And I guess when he was at the urinal, Cooper went and walked up to the one next to it and acted like he was going. And Hayward caught him looking over. Hey, what are you doing looking at <laughs> yeah. this shit, motherfucker? Well, no, the Hayward goes. I say, oh, you motherfuckers heard the rumor, right? <laughs> so I'll tell you, yeah, I did it. <laughs> and he talked about like holding his dick down like a by the Ugh. head by like a copperhead snake, and Ugh. he took the razor blade like and- a copperhead snake. <laughs> yeah. That's some ego in that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And I did the deed or something like that. Shit, yeah, I'd be saying something. I heard my I held mine down like when you're trying to grab yeah. an earthworm in the wet yeah. grass. <laughs> no, I take. I mean, it's of course it's in the book. It was in the show. I still take it with a grain of salt. You know, if I ever meet Spencer he, Spencer Hayward face to face, I'll ask him if it's true. But and then you'll I ask him know. to show you. Foto no pasó. Right. I want to know. I want to know if it really happened, bro. Why? Why the nose and the shit. Ramblers want to know. Rambling ears want to know. Spencer Haywood, if you're out there, <laughs> listen to the rambling. <laughs> if you're listening to us, send us a, send us a line and let us know well, what first we, of all, what is in the Jeff Perlman book, Showtime, and on the HBO <laughs> series Winning Time. Is it true that you performed your own circumcision? If this guy is really listening to our show, that guy should get his life checked. <laughs> 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 
Well, he, he, got kicked, he got kicked off the Lakers because he fell back into a cocaine habit. So, oh, so he's a rambler. Yeah, he probably yeah, does. Yeah, he's a big fan of yours, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> me, and, me and him probably did blow ones. I don't even yeah. know. Just like you thought you were gonna be good friends with Julianne Moore, dude. I still can. That's still the <laughs> Did you send her a card for Valentine's Day? Oh, she was yeah. waiting. Yeah, I, I sent Selma Hike a Valentine's card. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah, Gary. And I came back. Refused. <laughs> I came back and said, "Get a flashlight." <laughs> I mean, mine don't come back, so I'm, I'm assuming that she's getting them. <laughs> I mean, I, I got a letter from the LA County Court. I haven't opened it yet. I don't know what that, <laughs> what that's about. But I mean, I don't think that's related at the moment. What was the first time you saw Julianne Moore? Was it Boogie Nights? Boogie Nights. The first thing I remember seeing her in was The Fugitive. That's what I remember seeing her yeah. too. The Fugitive. No, Boogie Nights and then The Fugitive. That's when I that's why I paid more attention to what shit she was in and like, ooh, Julianne Moore. Yeah, I like uh, you, Julianne yeah, Moore. Yeah, I like you a lot. I watch anything that girls in. I feel me and her would you know, hit it off. <laughs> I feel like me and her would, you know. Just be good buddies, right? Yeah, Making sandwiches on a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. right? And then one day drunkenly the and one day drunkenly drinking Chardonnay, I'm, I spill some on her dress and I'm gonna like rub it down and then <laughs> Me and her would face to face and we look at each You've other. You've been watching eye. a lot of porn, bro. And then we'll start kissing and then that's when we know. Oh, let me oh. put your dress in the dryer because she's just sitting there in her bra and panties, right? Yeah, and I'll give her one of my shirts because I'm a little bit bigger. It'll fit her a little bit, you know, like a dress. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And then I'll look her in the face and I go, hey, I've been wanting to do this for a while. And I give her a nice, you know, pick on the lips. All I can say, if I get my date with Selma Hayek, I'm bringing a python with me. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And asking her to <laughs> perform, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, listen, there's a table. It's pretty sturdy. Mm-hmm. It should be sturdy for you. I'll sit down here. Here's a bottle of wine. Just pour it down your leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he- I'll, I'll treat her to a nice dinner. Then I'll ask her to come back to my place. I go, I got a python. <laughs> you know, she's going to probably think you're talking about your dick. Yeah, she's like, got to uh-huh. go. Well, no, that... That that's a that's a what are those fucking that's a slug, okay? My dick my dick's a slug. Okay, yeah, you know what a slug is. You know what a slug is. Basically, it's a snail without a shell. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, but that's a pretty slug, yeah, according pretty, to yeah, you, right? A perfectly circumcised slug. <laughs> but and I'll be honest with her, so she doesn't get. But I'm, I want to see you know her do things with the python, and so we will. And you're gonna play the music in the background from the movie? Absolutely. Ooh. that's by that's the routine is by Tito, Tito and, and yeah somebody. Yeah. Nothing. You're gonna play with this on, dude. Uh, I'll play with that too. Yeah, why not? Tell her you want her to be your baby, dude. Maybe Escalante's playing that's that right fun. now. Uh, yeah, he probably's playing that right now. He's uh, he's you know, he's out of town right now <laughs> with with his letter. Hold on, guys, we're gonna get There's refilled. A with his letter. Oh, Gary Rumsey, that's not good. Yeah, you did say hold your glass out, bro. You're being a douche yeah, and just put it down. No, because I, 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 I can't step away, dude. Can't step away, so dude. So he's, he's out with his lady at the moment. Lady. Out of town. And somewhere in, es- I'm your ride, somewhere in Escondido. I'm a, and I love you. Yeah. yeah. What's in Escondido? Nothing. I don't know. Outside I, of the San Diego Wild Animal Park. I guess she likes animals. He's trying to put his he's trying to put his penile in her escondido, dude. <laughs> That's what it is. Probably, I don't know. Maybe they want to make buck wild wild sex and you know animal noises. I don't fucking know, dude. Or did maybe it, that's all he could afford at the time. And did, he's he like, take uh, the, did, did he take the uh, I mean when was the last time you heard somebody say, Hey, let's go to Escondido for the weekend? Nobody in the entire living world. <laughs> nope. Not that's not even in a Warren Zevon song anywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere. 
But I, I do know this. Escondido is the hometown of the uh, late great rock critic Lester Bangs. I don't think he's a Lester Banks fan either. So I don't even think that's what he's I don't even think he knows who Lester Banks is. <laughs> he falls asleep during that movie. Exactly. That's that's a great movie too. How do you fall asleep when I'm almost famous? Where do you fall asleep in every movie? So yeah, he's out there and with his lady, dude. Oh, talking to movies. Yes. I saw another Oscar-nominated movie. What? Top Gun. Oh, what you think? You've been shitting on it for you the last You watched month? it? Wow. I did. Well, he, hey, he's, he has to for, the, has to. for the show. Yeah. Um, he makes sacrifices for the show, exactly, Gary. Exactly, dude. And, I, and I'll say this. Take notes, Gary. Uh, uh-oh, he's about to... No, I'll say this. It's better than I thought. Wow. Gary, how much volume of alcohol is in this fucking bottle of wine? <laughs> I didn't say it was the Godfather. I just said it was better than I thought. <laughs> you know, it was, it, it was actually not bad. It, was, it wasn't... It was It was better than the first one because I totally hate that first fucking movie. Yeah, I know you did. You I did fucking it. hate that movie. But... Um, no, this was actually not bad. Okay. It was actually pretty good. You know? Are you going to do an episode again, or are you going to give us your reason why right now? No, no. We, we still... This weekend, since, I, since I'm off this weekend, uh, we're, I'm, not, uh, I'm not entertaining this weekend. Yeah, we got to do our shows. Okay. And, uh, yeah. The, I mean, we'll throw some of the stuff that we've seen, because I, I don't know how many other stuff you've seen as far as the Oscar nominated stuff. We have to rent some, uh, unfortunately, but we'll, we'll see what we can watch this weekend. I'm really okay. interested in seeing the... Actually, I'm interested in you watching, because uh, I have it. I rented it. Uh, it's called To Leslie, with that woman that everybody's trying to shit on because she's in an, in a, in an indie film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and all, and all the black actresses are all upset, crying racism, yeah. when when it wasn't. I mean, if you watch this movie, it's, she's fucking great in it, you know? Mm-hmm. She's fucking incredible in it. Yeah. She's, she's, very, she's very, very good. So, I mean, again, I always ask the question. All these people sit there going... Say they go. Oh, this person got snubbed. That person got snubbed. This person got snubbed. Okay, again, look at the list of nominees and tell me who would you replace with your favorite nominee. And then you're gonna sit there and tell me that by picking, say, nobody's gonna pick Michelle Yeoh. They're gonna pick a a white actress. And so what does that make? What point are you trying to prove at this point? Here's what my what 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 pisses me off about this. For the last year, Uh the big social cause has been stop Asian hate. It's all been about the Asians. Well, here you go. You got this movie. Yeah. You know, it's all Asians. You know, we got, they got all nominated. They, got, they all got nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Now everybody's pissed off that the black woman was robbed. Yep. But I thought we'd be happy because it's, we're stopping Asian hate. We nominated the Asians. And I'm not saying they got nominated because they're Asian. I mean, the performances were all... a really good yeah, movie, though. The performances were all, you know, Oscar-worthy. <coughs> I'll say well, that. Well, well, but I'm just saying, everybody's pissed off. And now, that's exactly yeah. my point. My point is this. So what, we have to fucking have a quota now? Exactly. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds well, that's like, how yeah. it is. Everything is no longer about... Quality merit. Of merit, quality of work, qualifications, or anything. You have to. Every company has to have a, a certain number of this and that and that and this. Every you know, every Oscars has to have at least a certain amount of you know this nominee, that nominee. I'm no. fine with this list of nominees. I yeah. think this list of nominees was terrific. If we have a year where the five best performances by actors and actresses is all by black people and they all get nominated, I have no complaint. I don't care as long as the performances are Oscar worthy. Yeah. But quit saying that somebody deserves a nomination just because of their color. When other performances were, may have been better, I've and seen Viola Davis. She's she's a decent actress, she's a good actress, but she's never blown me away. I've never seen like one. Perf- I mean, because she was nominated a few years ago for the the help. Yeah, but okay. she won. But she already won. She won for a movie called Defense, which which uh, well, the fans with, with Denzel Washington. With Denzel Washington, she was terrific. Yeah, yeah. she actually she was, was really terrific. Good, yeah. Yeah. 
You know, and that, and I have no problem with that. I feel for but, her during the movie, even but, though but I hate again, her. But again, the the fact of the matter when the when uh when this performance came out, and everybody was all shitting on it. I I I gave up my three dollars to check out the movie. The fence? Yeah, no, no, no. The it's called To Leslie. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave up my three dollars to check out the movie, and I'm sorry. You want to sit there and tell me that because somebody's waving around a fucking sword or or a, or a what do you call those fucking things? A, a spear. And then the other woman, she, um, the other woman that they were crying about was the one that was in a movie called Till, that is about um, the kid that got hung about 40, 50 years ago, because apparently he whistled at a white chick and they hung his ass. He was only like thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there, there was another actress in that too. But I'm sorry, those performances may have been great, but, but now- you're not, but you're not gonna shit on this woman because her performance was fucking awesome. Is it her fucking fault she's white? I don't think so. But that's, but the performance was terrific. It was great. I wouldn't be shocked if she might pull off a fucking upset. And I'm thinking Michelle Yeoh's going to win, and I'm sure somebody's going to shit on that because, oh, where's the diversity? Last I checked, Michelle Yeoh ain't white. <laughs> Last I checked, that well, kid. To me, it's tribalism. It's, we, it's very, very, yeah. like, it's team-oriented. you got well, to be this com- or that. They're, they're complaining be- about no diversity. Excuse me, look at the list of nominees this year. It's incredibly diverse. It just mm-hmm. doesn't happen to have an overwhelming amount of African-Americans on it. That's it. Mm-hmm. But it has a shitload of Asians, you know? Where are the fucking brownies crying about their nomination? Nobody, Nobody's crying about... Or nobody's sitting there going, Oh, man, there's not enough brownies on this fucking list. Or are they? Why isn't Oscar yeah. Isaac nominated for everything yeah. under the sun? Because they're too busy complaining with, with the blacks and everyone else saying it's yeah. not too diverse. Yeah, why is... Because we, we never speak for ourselves too much. Unless, yeah. it's, unless it's like something important or not that important that we'll jump on it. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll all unite for something, but... You're right. Well, when where, you, where, where, where's our voice at yeah. in that situation? Yeah. Well, when, you, when you people win Oscars, it's usually <laughs> under a, it's under a white person's name, like Anthony Quinn. <laughs> well, no, Jose Ferrer. Oh yeah, okay, you got that one. Yeah. He won. Yeah, but why? Why is A. Martinez never been nominated? Because A. Martinez <laughs> sucks. <as an> <laughs> I don't like when he say you people. That offends me and and my people. I'm sorry, yeah. dude. But I mean, it, I mean, it's it's an honest it's an honest critique, and it's a great. I mean, everybody, oh, it's a great discussion. No, it's not. This should be done based on merit. No, it should exactly. be exactly. That's that's exactly it. And I'm sorry, you're not going to shit on this woman because she fucking worked. She worked on a low budget film that only made at the time of the nomination only made about twenty seven thousand dollars. It didn't yeah. make that much money. Okay, you know, you know who would shit on that woman? Chuck Ooh. Berry. <laughs> Chuck Bear would if watch he were alive, shit. If he were alive, yeah. Chuck Bear would watch her shit. Hey, you respect shit. the dead, dude. <laughs> well, apparently he liked to defecate on him, too, during... Did he? I like well, that. Well, there there's been a rumor out there about that, but... No, I heard that that's not a rumor, my friend. That's, I heard that yeah. that shit's of, uh, valid stuff. One of the funniest Woody Allen scenes ever no. was in the movie Hannah and Her Sisters, where Woody Allen goes and visits his sister. <laughs> no, no, it's Crimes and Misdemeanors. He, he's uh, he's uh, visiting his sister... <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and uh, you know she she like tells he goes how's that dating ad going right because back in the day they used to put ads in the yeah. paper to good date. Well, I started dating this man and you know he you know he took me dancing and he romanced me and the whole thing and so then they cut to where they're back at the, the at the apartment right and the guy's looking and goes have you ever been tied up on the four posts of your bed? She was like no I was always raised a decent girl she, and he's like not tonight you're not so he goes back to Woody Allen he goes. I can't believe you did something so insane. What's what's what, you a decent mother and all that? Yeah. Then she and she's like, that's not the worst of it. Well, well, what do you mean? What could be any worse? He goes, well, he tied me up, and he starts to cry. Oh, it's so disgusting. What? What? He's like, then he then he got on top of me and he went on the bathroom on me. <laughs> 
Yeah, he squatted. Yeah, he got on top and he squatted over me, and then he went to the bathroom. bathroom mommy. Mommy. No. And then they used the face of the, the look of Woody Allen was like, oh, <laughs> no fucking. You know that Woody Allen played Doctor Cockstein in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was, was Woody Allen the doctor of Gary? <laughs> That'd be something if I was circumcised by Woody Allen. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah, listen, I'm gonna make this penis look really pretty and really nice, okay? And, and you're gonna dislike it. You're gonna show it to your friends. Kind of like you know, you go to show and tell at school, and then they're gonna show them, you know, the the little Lego uh, thing. You're gonna show your you're gonna show your penis, and you're gonna say, "My doctor, Doctor Coxstein. Remember to say my name, Doctor Coxstein." That's what he remembers the name. Cause he, <laughs> Gary, is that true? Is that way you remember? You know, you very like. Descriptive about Dr. Coxie? Well, Coxie? no, I don't remember Dr. Coxie. I mean, I was very, I was an infant. I was a newborn. You know, I mean, that was. That's such an excuse, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, you know. I have better memory. Before bro. I was a year old, I, before I was a year old, he retired. My mom took me to another pediatrician. I believe pediatrician, your memory sucks as bad, dude. Yeah. And then the, that pediatrician remarked on my remarkable circumcision, which I never, my mom never told me till many, many years later. I bet underneath this penile it says, you know, work by Dr. Coxstein. If I would have known this, all right, if I would have known this like in junior high school, oh, dude, in high school, yeah, I would have had far more confidence than I did when I was there. Do you, is that, is that honestly you? I would have, wa- I would have like, I would have walked into school dancing with my head high. I mean, <laughs> you would have walked in like John Travolta Saturday Night Fever status. Fuck yeah. Like, I mean, like, like in, when he was in Greece, right, with the fucking <laughs> pink shirt and black suit. Right? Damn right. <laughs> Yeah, My head would have been. I would have, you know, because I would have known. I would. I would have been the cock of the walk, dude. I would have. <laughs> the cock of the walk. But I'm, <laughs> the literally. The walk. When everybody would look at me, go, "You look like a douche. Why do you have all this confidence? Because you know why?" And then I whip it out like like a <laughs> copperhead snake. Ah! Say, because like of this. A copperhead snake. <laughs> Jesus. Man, you got a high opinion of yourself, bro. Let Damn him, right. Let him think that, but bro. instead, no, I went through my junior high school and high school years as an insecure, shy. I think everyone's insecure and, high and shy during no, the bullshit. I wouldn't. You know what? If I would have known I had a beautiful cock, I would not have been insecure. I, I was very insecure. I, I was, was not. I never showed it, but I was. I was not. I was. I, I feel like I was. No. Even I mean, though people like will say, oh, no, you didn't. you're very confident. I, I maybe gave out my, like... Confident, but deep down, I was very subconscious about myself. Very, uh, very. I'm always doubtful of myself. I was like, I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm this. I'm that. Well, you are. I'm not. <laughs> wow. You fucking fat shaming bastard. He just looked at himself. Just... In the, he just looked at in a mirror that he has here on the side, going, yeah. "I'm good enough. I'm smart enough." No, that guy. Just, people like just, me. <laughs> right now, the younger generation listening shows right now pissed at you for body shaming. Yeah, the, you. The oh, oh, I'm so scared. Look, well, let, let's be honest. Mister has been here long enough, and he hasn't been canceled yet. Shows a Rambo army gives two fucks what he says right now. If there was a they fuck, should have canceled him a long time ago. <laughs> If there was a millennial, body shaming. if there was a millennial that tried, you're body shaming. Yeah, let me ask you something. You know I do music, right? Yeah. Have you bought any of my records? No. Then shut the fuck up. Then <laughs> he's bumping. Yeah, with that body, you should be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was never. I, I mean, deep down, I was, but never like, oh fuck. <laughs> I mean, I had friends and all that, but I mean, it was. But I mean, it was. I just didn't have confidence. Like I said, I mean, the girlfriend I got wasn't. I didn't do anything to get her. She she got you. She made yeah. the move. She, she got move. you, Gary. Yeah, we could, well, she was in my European Civ class in tenth grade, and I kept staring at her, looking over, her, looking over. She was new in school. She was new to the town, and so she didn't know you that well. And then. yeah, no, she didn't know me. So at you're all. a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Dude? If I were doing that now, I'd be a pedophile. But considering we're both fifteen at the time, yeah, the joke, Gary. The joke. Yeah, I got it, but no, I got it's, it. it's satire. Yeah, get it. That was satire. That was satire. <laughs> but no, I was staring at her, and then finally, I mean, one day, I mean, 
It was actually at a dance, the the school dance I'm hanging out. And she just at came the dance? Up, yeah. And she she walked over to me and she said, you're in my European sub class. I said, yeah. I'm Gary. Yeah. Well, I, kind of said, I said, yeah. You know. Are you the rumpster? And no. And she actually said this. She goes, I know, because we keep looking at each other. She was pretty bold. She was a pretty... I mean, I think because she was new in school, you got it. You know, when you're new in a school, it's it's tough. So I guess yeah. she was she was being pretty browsing to make friends and all that. So yeah, so she came over and, and that's what he and did she and she asked me if I wanted to dance and I Ooh. yeah and Slow considering dance? yeah looking huh? for a little romance. Uh, well, yeah, did the, you give her but, half a chance? We danced this a couple of regular, you know, 80s songs, and then when the slow dance came, she still wanted to dance. So, oh, yeah. and the rest is all history. Did so. you did you grab her ass? No, I did not. I did not have that kind wait, of wait, confidence. Yet. Wait, so this is my thing. So I always, I always say this when you when you slow dance, where your hands up here by like, and then you slowly start making your way down. Well, no, 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 no. Okay, that's how I always did it. Like, I played like here, like like right here, and then I slowly start. And then you know if a girl likes you, if you got your hands by her waist, if she didn't stop you past yes, the waist. Yep, yep. That's yep. when you know the girl mm-hmm. liked you, yeah. and you know you're gonna get a hand job outside the cafeteria. Well, Gary I had, himself I had some inside information when I started going to dances because I did have a sister who was seven years older than me, so she inside knew how she knew she knew how women operated, knew knew what went through the you know the female mind. Uh-huh. So yeah, she prepared me for my first uh, okay my first dance I went to in eighth grade and yeah yeah she she told me you know she says you always do the waist she goes you do it around the neck she goes that's like too clingy type thing you just do it around the waist but you know she says you do it like you go for the butt then you're gonna you know you're you're pushing it you know nah, she says she'll give you the sign when you know when when the go lower is better you know so nah, dude like i was yeah, always yeah. like i was like this and then like and i gotta go down slightly and mm-hmm. then by the time if if i got stopped mm-hmm. but, but before i hit the waist i go she ain't digging me yeah hey 10 out of 10 times cult yeah. leader got by yeah. the waist yeah she told me and the, nine the, out of 10 times i got myself jerked off <laughs> It's junior high. I wasn't getting blowjobs until high school, so I got jerked off instead. Yeah, junior high, I wasn't getting jerked off. Let me oh, say. Oh, hey, well, hey, this junior high, yeah, you were. <laughs> well, let's face it, junior high school, nobody's getting jerked off. You're doing the jerking off. Right? No, 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 jerking no. yourself hey, off. They were jerking me off, right? I saw my mm-hmm. first boob in junior high. Yeah, me too. Whose window you were you looking in? <laughs> My science teacher, and he, uh... You're look- oh, you're oh, looking- oh, shit! Oh, shit! Five guys? Yeah. No, he um, said he. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's a big, fat fuck, you know, and uh, he, he had boobs, dude. So his first oh, boob. I'm sorry, was so I body shaming him right now? Sorry. Yeah, so, so, your, so your first boob was a man boob. That's right, dude. Okay. With fucking hairs off the nipple, you know? Ew, ew. Come on, man. <laughs> no, bro, no. The, the, the very first boob I saw... This gal that sat in front of me in homeroom class, she's from she's she was Argentine. Yeah. Her name was Maria, and uh, she, the reason that she sat in front of me, because you know they, they they sit you alphabetically, right? And so her name came before mine. Her name, her last name was Alvarez, and so she would turn around all the time. She wore the she would wear these dresses that you know were had you know like a long cleavage line. I mean she she wasn't like huge or nothing, but huge. Fuck me, man. I mean, I'm looking at a boo for the first time in my life, and I'm sitting there going, God damn fucking right. It was huge. It was huge. Huge boo. That wasn't a huge boo. I mean, but it was like enough for me to sit there and get all excited about. You jerked off when you got home? Let me put it this way. She was a good friend of my friends, but I was jerking off for sure. (laughs) My first boob was a summer summer school. Summer school going into junior high, right? And we're all waiting in in line to go to lunch, and these girls go into the restroom. Hold on. Before you continue. Rumpster, mm-hmm. since we're opening up the second bottle, your bottle was very nice. Very oh, nice. yeah, that's right. This one was actually really good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Actually, very I liked good. it. Very it nice. Very good. So remember, get the Robert Muldalby Private Reserve Chardonnay brewed. Oh, I'm sorry. 
Aged. Aged in whiskey barrels. You don't brew wine. Thank you. And this is not satire either, but no, hey, it, fuck off. It isn't satire because you don't brew wine, you age it. Fuck off. So <laughs> so first boob I saw was basically these girls walking into the restroom and then they whistled at us and one of the girls literally fucking pulled down her tank top like this and went like that and pulled it back up. We're like, oh, fuck. And they closed the bathroom door and we're like, yo, show us again, show us again, show us again. And we're like fucking right there until like one of the fucking girls, what are you guys doing out here? Not the... You guys aren't fucking girls. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we're like, what the fuck? I mean, we couldn't say, yeah, these bitches fucking flashed us. No. Nowadays, you could get any any guy can get any booby wants in high school. Yeah. All he's got to do is say, I identify as a girl. Get in the girl's locker room. Is that something really? That's what they know, say. I I mean, that depends. Like if you go to a, a progressive not, enough that's school not, district. That's, that's, that's what he just said. We don't true. know. Yeah. You identify as a girl. You go in there to take a piss. You don't go there to grab tits. What about the locker room? Yeah, they can go in the female in locker room. In PE, like what if I say, hey, I, de- I identify myself as a girl. I want to change the girl's locker yeah, room. Yeah, but you're not grabbing tits there. That's but you're the, looking at tits. Of course. We're talking about looking at tits. Yeah, I'll look. Yeah, that's what it's all about. But we're saying in today's society. What's it all about? That's what it's all about. What's it all about? Right second bottle, second bottle. Oh! Which one's this one, Mr. Lou? This one is the selection of the cunt leader himself. It is a beautiful bottle of Francis Ford Coppola's director's cut Chardonnay. Yes. And uh, the cunt leader gets the first pour. Oh, yeah, man, with my beak on this motherfucker. Ooh. It smells like freedom. Smells like America. Does it? You can't go wrong with Francis, dude. I know. I called. I called him because I was like, you know what? Because I called out today. Did you? Yeah, I called out today. I didn't want to go to work. That's oh. why you would call out. Yeah. No. Plus, I had I had uh, the meetings for the for the events. I was I'm running. So. Yeah, you were fucking hustling. You were curdling it today. Dude. Was, it, actually, was it a mental day or? Yeah, I took, <laughs> I took, a, I took, a, I took a mental day because Escalante told me he wasn't going to show up today. Yeah, and you know, okay. you know what he did on this mental day, dude? Yeah. Called up Escalante's ex girlfriends and <laughs> asked him out for him? coffee. I had coffee with her actually yeah. too. Yeah, asked him out for coffee, dude. Yeah, he DM'd my pregnant, uh, <laughs> my pregnant. Um, she told hairdresser. You, she yeah. told you, she fuck. I didn't yeah. think she would. Yeah, she told me uh, that that some guy named. Whiskey J had just like DM'd her. Is he a friend of yours? <laughs> Has she spoken to you since? No. Well, you, you kind of you kind of told her how like yeah. you called her out on her bullshit. It made sense that she's never gonna call him back. What a cunt. But anyway, so I mean, where are you gonna cut your hair now, dude? I was doing it myself before, so just you do it yourself. Yeah, that explains a lot. I know a guy. <laughs> Don't be a dick, man. Why? What'd I say? I was going to refer him to the, our boy, Rick. Boy, Rick. Yeah, dude. Why don't you go to your boy, Rick? Yeah, go to Rick, bro. He yeah. does fire haircuts, dude. <laughs> I don't need to like, go all the way to Montebello to get my hair done or wherever. Why not, like, dude? He's your boy. Your boy. <laughs> not he my boy. He does fire haircuts, bro. Fire. I would give it. To, we would give you or a guy who did our haircut, but he's probably locked up for cocaine possession. Oh, really? So I wouldn't give you ours. Yeah, I haven't huh. gone to him in a while. What happened to the one that was doing your hair that was like a fucking... That's what we're talking about. The girl, that girl that was like a Nazi sympathizer. Or? No, what the fuck? You had a Nazi sympathizer stylist? Didn't she? Didn't she tell you something about like? Didn't, what do you think of Hitler? Didn't you? Do you think maybe he was right on some things or something like that? Remember that? Yeah, that was that that one chick who couldn't fucking pronounce Django. Oh yeah. Yeah, she, she called. DJ, uh, I just saw Django and Chain, and I'm like, I like looked at her. I go. I mean, even in the movie. What? Here, here, well, I'll preface this too. I know that the name is pronounced Django because the rumption will attest. I'm a huge Django Reinhardt fan, who was a uh, who was a uh, a guitar player back in the '30s and shit. He was yeah. a he was a, a jazz guitarist, so I know that the name is Django. 
But even in the movie, Jamie Foxx tells you, it's Django. The D is silent. Yeah, yeah you do. He tells you that. So why did she say Django? And then I remember when I, when I first met her, it was for my wedding day. And so uh, she was cutting my hair, and I'm like, ah, oh, cool. So what about you? What are you? She goes, oh, you're getting married? I go, yeah, so how about you? What are you, what, are you married? No, but I'm in a very serious relationship. With God. I'm not asking a fuck you, bitch. I just <laughs> ask you, what's your life about, you know? I just mm-hmm. started conversation, you know? That, that, that was like, no, I'm going to skip in this song. I, I already I saw the look on your face. <laughs> yeah. That's like, what? <laughs> so that. she said that. Yeah, she said, I'm in a very serious relationship. Good for you, bitch. Well, that's fine. But tell her, didn't, didn't she say something about, like, she, like, about Hitler having the right? She was gonna uh, yeah, because she was talking to some fool. I remember this conversation. Now. She was talking to some dude. I guess her and her boyfriend were talking to some people, and they were talking shit about the Jews. Now, there's a lot to talk about shit about the Jews about. But getting exterminated off the face of the earth shouldn't be one of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't think any people should be ever be exterminated off the face of the earth. But she was saying, you know, yeah, we were talking to this guy, and you know, he's really got some great ideas. You know, it was, he, he opened my eyes about some of the good stuff that Hitler was doing. <laughs> now, I'm taken by I'm taken <laughs> back by this chick. Continue. Now, being a history buff the way I am, yeah, you know. The big, the big misconception is that Hitler got elected into office. He never was elected into anything, you know. The thing is, his party became the majority in a very splintered Congress and Senate in Germany, yeah. and so he consolidated all those and made them into one big party. Who, who basically pressured, um, uh, what was it Ludwig van something? I forgot what his fucking name was, but he, uh, who was a chancellor, and he be, and then Hitler became second in command until this guy basically took over. That's what it was. Never voted into office. So that's misconception number one. Misconception number two is that he really did some good in Germany. He revamped the, the economy for a little bit, and yeah, but it wasn't sustainable because the big thing that, that the thing that the big thing that Germany was making money on, or at least sustained itself, is the same thing that America did during the 50s. That was fucking build warships and build planes and revamp all this other stuff and get people work they built the autobahn and all this other stuff but it was basically getting prepared for war that made the country feel good about himself and that was his trick the country was so down on itself that he came up and made them feel good about being germans yeah. considering the fact that the guy was austrian once he invaded poland and then and then and all this other stuff that he started doing when he started killing people yeah that's about the time when you kind of have to sit there and rethink about what "Quote unquote, air quotes good Hitler did you know Hitler really didn't do anything what he did is he fucking bamboozled the whole fucking country into thinking that that you know annihilate blaming somebody for the downturn of a country was a good idea and that 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 really wasn't the case like and I I'm, said and I'm glad we learned from that well <laughs> yeah I'm glad that 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 type of shit was never used. Right. 60, 70 years later, we have a guy that just got arrested for shooting two Jews out there in L.A. And the synagogues just are walking out. Why? Because he hates Jews. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't we ever learn? We're like a stupid society. We certainly no, we're stupid really, really we're are. Stu- we're, we're stupid. Uh... We're just stupid, dude. We're everybody else in the world fucking We're stupid species. We're stupid species. Well, everybody well, else. A lot the... of us are stupid species. Some of us are not. I mean, do, do you think we here sitting no, here are stupid? No, we're not fucking stupid. I'm not saying we're not. We're like, but but as, a, saying, as a whole, yeah. As a whole, the human race. As a whole, race, as yeah. a human yeah. race, yeah. we're yeah, fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah. stupid ass. I think American society as a whole is pretty fucking Well, you see the latest thing. You know, it's put on TikTok and all these social things. You know, all these people, they stand around in a circle. They somehow shut traffic off at an intersection. 
Sat mean, around in a circle with cars do donuts, and they go out of control. You always see it all the time. The car ends up oh, going yeah, out up of in control. Compton, up in Compton, yeah. Yeah, and it takes all these people out. I mean, it's like, that's what you get, you fucking idiots. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're trusting a drunk guy with a, probably smoked a couple joints to spin around really fast in a car yeah, and, and have st- control. Yeah, <laughs> and you all stand around in a circle, com- in, you know, close capacity. And then when a few of you get your legs chopped off, you act like you're all shocked. Oh, and then then they put out, pray for so-and-so, his legs got damaged. And, uh, yeah, because you're standing around in a circle close to where guys doing donuts out of control. It's ha- <laughs> who yeah, just stupid. Two, yes. Who did you just shotgun 211 before you <laughs> before he took the wheel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, I mean, it, it went, as far as the history thing goes, when she was saying this, I'm looking at her going, are you shit? I mean, see, here's the problem. People will buy anything. Anybody that goes around telling you that Hitler was good and Hitler did some good things is a fucking idiot. That's the bottom line. He mm-hmm. didn't do anything good. When you look at the trajectory of what he fucking actually did, he caused the death of not only 6 million Jews, but the fucking whole European people that all died because this asshole thought that world conquest was the thing. You know what I'm saying? He fucking had, he went to war with so many, and so many people died. Even Americans had to die because of this guy's fucking, quote-unquote, ambitions. And you want to sit there and tell me that he did some good? That's like saying that, that's like saying, that's like saying that I go around, oh, you know what? Mr. Lou went out and shot a whole fucking bar full of people, but he was nice to animals. Well, as the old <laughs> adage go, I mean, she obviously and clearly wasn't the sharpest crown in the box. Well, but that's the problem, but but I think that she's kind of like, 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 uh, like a small small sign of what a of a general idea of population is yeah. especially with a younger crowd who feels that disparaging the past is a good thing because they oh we're not old and we're not old everybody gets old at one time or another yeah. but it's important to fucking know your past because that's a true adage you know your past so that you don't repeat it again that's exactly why a guy like fucking Trump got into office because people forget that at one time this kind of rhetoric was not the, the, the coolest thing. But people ignored it. People voted. What were they reading? <laughs> that they were saying that they, they, the, 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 the debriefs, they, they took off shit from the debriefs because they knew this guy would go off the hinges if they actually debriefed him on the shit that was going on in the fucking world. So they kind of gave him shit that he wouldn't freak out on. <laughs> Is that even legal? Like you're literally hiding shit from the President of the United States to avoid escalations? Of a fucking global fucking thing? Is that legal? That's what I'm asking right here. Well, well, it, it, that, ought to, that ought to tell you something. Of, I don't know if it's legal. I probably It's not ethical, but it probably tells you why. The mental what, state of this exactly guy. Yeah. What, what exactly people have said about this guy. You know? He wasn't fit to fucking be in that office. He wasn't. Listen, say what you will, and I know that I know that the Rumpster and I have had many political conversations and everything, and we have a lot of shortcomings with what this country is, does, leaders, all that other stuff. But in essence, it's a. This is the only country where we can actually sit there and discuss these things without the repercussion of getting shot at in the street for having an opinion. Although, you have extreme followers who will probably take that course of action, but legally they they're not supposed to. Yeah. You know, because you're supposed to be able to express your your opinion, regardless of what you know how popular or unpopular it is. Yeah. Right. So I dig that thing about it. But you always have to call a spade a spade, you yeah. know. For for a guy to well, sit that's in, racist. <laughs> so so for for a guy to sit in office and his own fucking staff doesn't want to tell him shit because they're afraid of the goddamn consequences of his actions are that ought to tell you something. That ought to tell you something. As dirty as politicians are, this ought to tell you something. 
No, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of the Bush crime family, but during their Republican debates, you know, debate. in, 20, in, in Gary, 2016. Gary, Gary, I'm not going to debate you. Okay. I'm going to debate. But Jeb Bush actually said something that turned out to be true. Je- or, sorry, no, it's not Jeb Bush. He's Jeb. Jeb or Jeff? <laughs> Jeb. That's right, because in his campaign, it was Jeb with an exclamation yeah, Jeb point. With an exclamation <laughs> Jeb. Jeb. Jeb said that Donald Trump, was Jeb. A, Donald, Donald Trump was a chaos candidate and he'd be a chaos president. Well, he was right on that. One thing he was right on, but no, I mean, this is what I mean. We, this is I, I, this is just what we've kind of digressed into. We really don't have fit people running for office or serving for office anymore because all the unfits are getting elected, and nobody wants to deal with the the smears deal. and all that that the the unfit are going to be smirched upon them. I mean, you look at Trump out there; he's he's destroying his own party. I mean, that he's supposedly a member of by coming up with stupid names, you know, for all these potential challengers for the nomination that he wants again. It's like, first things first, my thing is Trump running for, or trying to get the nomination again is the equivalent, you know, all due respect, Jimmy Carter's a good man, but he wasn't that successful as a president. He wasn't a strong leader. No, yeah, he wasn't but not. the thing is, this is the equivalent of Jimmy Carter if he were trying to get the Democrat nomination again in 1984. You were already defeated. Badly. And you're trying to come back. Oh, because the, the, the current president's not that good? No, well... Thing is, you already you already had your time. You had your crack in the time. You had your crack, and as Jeb Bush said, it was chaos. It was uh, every day there was a news person resigning, a new person betraying the administration. There was always something, you know. He'd appoint these people, and then they would go against them, and then he would sit there and he'd start calling them names and how terrible they are. Well, you appointed them, asshole. You <laughs> appointed them, and now you're telling us how bad they are. They were, they were that bad. Then why did you appoint them? You know, you know who else had their crack. Rick James, bitch. Oh, Rick James. Yeah. No, he, had, <laughs> he had a lot of crack. No, he had rock and roll neck. <laughs> That's right. Um, but no, but I'm just saying. You. I remember I called you and I asked you, what the fuck is rock and roll neck? <laughs> I told you it was a crack overdose. <laughs> That's exactly what he told but, me. That's a new name for crack. Yeah. But to wrap this up about Trump, I mean, that's it. It's, you had your crack, dude. You, you know what? It, was, it wasn't that good. I mean, ex- <laughs> really? especially the last year. So all I can say, last year, you know, you, you shut down an entire economy. You caused complete panic. You were completely out of control. You were completely out of your element. You blew it, all right? Your time, your time has passed. And number two, do we, I mean, look at it. If he gets that nomination, you're going to have a 79-year-old man versus an 82-year-old man. What the fuck? And I mean, and number two, Trump is like you. Can you watch him now? He doesn't have that same energy that he had in 2016. You could tease it older and slower again. We're watching. We're basically watching dementia patients run our country. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, and and, and, I, and I'm going to quote James Bond in the great movie Skyfall: "Youth is not guarantee of innovation." True. So, I'm not saying pick somebody because they're younger. I'm just saying that's exactly what you're saying. We need more younger, more cognitive people. I you're, mean, you're, that's exactly what you're saying. Well, I mean, dude. when you get a 79 and 82 year old, do you really think those two can run the country better? Either or at this moment? No, they'll both fail. I mean, they're both. They'll, it'll be terrible. They'll just. It's. They'd be puppets. They'd be puppets to yeah. where to a, a. Believe me, if a grand if, if, if that is the election of 2024, yeah. I mean, we're we're fucked. And I'm not going to say that somebody better is going to get a nomination. I mean, you don't know. You just don't know what yeah. you're going to get. But at least there'll be some hope. Let's see how this new guy works out. I mean, both parties should cast both of them to the to the to the curb. Democrats should kick Biden to the curb. Republicans should not put Trump in there again. Just put somebody put something new out there, and let's let the people decide, and let's try something new. 
right now because what we have is what, what so, we so have. So what you're saying is like working. like so what you're saying is like when Miles should publish his book, you know, independently, you know, put it in libraries, mm. put it, and let the people yeah. decide. Or even you know, nobody votes. Everybody knows all this talk about third party candidates. Nobody ever votes for them. But maybe people should take a look. Nope, read I don't their, agree with that. Read their read I their think platform. It be a two party system. I do. Because I, I think that if you start... Well, because we talked about Hitler, you know. Yeah, so, because, yeah. yeah, I think that if you split... Uh, I've always... I, I get the idea of having more candidates and more of a choice. I get that. But see, it's also dangerous because all these smaller parties that, you know, get elected into office or whatever will one day not have enough power or a voice, mm-hmm. and so they'll consolidate themselves with whoever is in, in, in yeah. vogue. And that's that's what Hitler did. You do Dude, have I, a point. I want there, to bring no. back the Whig party. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm a, well, I, I'm a red. I was a registered Whig, but you know. <laughs> I tried to register as a Whig, but they told me, you know, they tried to tell me a party doesn't exist. I said, I don't care. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> but no, you're he's making, got. You're, he's making got it, you're making it yeah. cool again. He's got a point. There. Let's just say if some by some weird fluke, a uh, third a libertarian or somebody won. And, but yet, you still got a Congress and a Senate, a House of Representatives, and Senate that's controlled by Republicans and Democrats. They'll be out for blood. Both of them will. You'll actually see the parties unite to destroy this yep. outside. You know, because it's, everybody in Congress is. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Ninety percent members of the Senate and House are complete psychopaths. I'm convinced of it. And yeah, you'll just, you'll just, it'll be the. I don't know. I mean, this is why I try. I mean, why I've gone. I cut the cable. I don't watch cable anymore. I don't have cable news. I have no news outlets. Oh shit! Okay. And I'm better for it, but yet I do, you know, peek on the internet to read what local, you know, what news stories is going on. But I have to quickly turn it off because it upsets me. I have, but yet I'm doing better now. That I don't know what's going on. Who gives a shit? I, I have cable TV and I watch all the political stuff. It doesn't drive me crazy anymore. You know why? Because it's kind of like, like, kind of like, uh, I guess, like porn or, or violence. You know, you get so desensitized to it that that at yeah. some po- that at some point, I, you know, at some point in my okay. So, so I used to argue a lot with with our, our our brother in arms, Mr. Conspiracy Boy Edgar, about certain things, right? And 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 he he was actually the one that convinced me. If you look at my Facebook over the last two three years, I don't post a lot of stuff other than pictures of my daughter or some other stuff. You know why? Why? Because I'm convinced. He convinced me that no matter how much facts you actually throw at a person. If they got their mindset on a lie or some sort of misconception of, of reality, you're yeah. not going to fucking move them from that. They're like a fucking rock in the sand. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to move from that position because for some reason it's either a matter of pride. It's either a matter of, of some sort of delusional outlook on life. Mm. You know? It doesn't matter. And so what what I've kind of strived for in the last, you know, say three, four years myself, to stop believe, to stop accepting Things that aren't demonstrably true, mm-hmm. and to accept those that are, and it makes it, may, it might make me a boring person, but you know what? I'd rather just stop fucking arguing and 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 breaking down shit that isn't factually has no support other than the fact that I believe it. I believe it is not a fucking argument. It's not a stand, and it's not supported by anything other than I believe it. That doesn't fucking matter in the face of fact. True, it doesn't matter. You can sit there and believe in Santa Claus, but we all know the fucking asshole doesn't exist. Say, what? Gary. <laughs> oh, come on. You bro- no. What? I'm sorry, you Gary. Broke- no, he brings me a present every year. Gary, How can that? No, 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 Gary, no, 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 that's, no. that's not. That's not sorry, Santa Gary. Sorry, no. Gary. Every year, every year. Rumpster. 
Rumpster, just yeah. sit, calm down. Suck on, suck no, on the no, no, suck, no. suck on the wine glass for a second. No, and let me tell. No, no. Rumpster, Rumpster. Gary. There are no deers. No, that, there are no deers that fly through the sky. That's bullshit. Gary, Gary, and and, uh, and and sphincter claws is not a thing. Yeah. No, I see that NORAD tracker every year tracking Santa every year. I know. <laughs> no, I know it's true. Gary, Gary, lying Rumpster, to you. It's Rumpster, true. it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. No, you're being bamboozled. Yeah, hoodwinked. You, you are. Fuck you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> Don't get... Oh, God. Get, okay, well, you know what? No, 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 no. This is bullshit, Gary, motherfucker. No, Gary. No, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break while we convince Gary no. of the situation here. Gary, no. stay, stay. Just stay. No. Santa Claus is a fake, dude, but. No, no. I, I refuse. No, no, no. We'll no. just stay here. Sit I down believe for a it. Min- no, just sit down for a minute. We'll take a quick break. And we'll have this conversation off air for a minute here. I get a present from him every year. I understand. Then that's not, Luke, can you just sign up real it quick? It says, to Gary from Santa. All right, well. <laughs> no. Shia Booth. I killed the drifter one time outside <laughs> of Jersey. <laughs> and I wrote this song to inspire me about the time I killed the drifter. People often ask how I get my singing voice. And it came one time when I was when I was dropping a deuce, <laughs> and I was trying to come up with a music with a vocal melody, and I thought to myself, "Hey, this is a song." And my dad looked at me and said, "Son, it's time to get your union card." You're doing good. And I'll tell you something else. <laughs> we all got one. <laughs> Everyone got an impression. A lot of people like Clarence Clements, but I'll tell you right now, the only reason why he's in the band is because I got sued for having an all-white band. <laughs> So we hired the big man. All the, mil- all the millennials thought, hey, we should have a black guy in the band. And so, yeah, equity. <laughs> <laughs> we all got Bruce Springsteen's precious. <laughs> hey, so that, that goes to last week's fair question was, who has the most, like, who has the good impressions? Hey, we just found out I've also have a Bruce Springsteen. We all have a Bruce Springsteen. We all have a Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I thought the rule was Whiskey J has the most eclectic Spran of expressions. No, I thought I did. No, you have the most. Oh, oh, right. you, have, you have Mr. like Lou. a plethora of Mr. good. Mr. Lou is the most, uh, is the most diverse? Uh, diverse in all different yeah. type of impressions. But we kind of leveled it down depending on who the impersonation was. Some of us do better than the others. Wait, wait, so, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Oh! Number and now we can eat bottle can number eat. three. That reminds me of a time I opened bottle one. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I used my wife's vagina to open it. And it hurt her. <laughs> And that's when I wrote, I don't know what song, but I wrote a song to that one time. <laughs> well, I curled up with a wine bottle, and when I opened the wine bottle, it had wine in the bottle, and I poured the bottle of wine in a glass, and I drank the wine that was in the bottle, 
And then I thought to myself, that's good. Well, why didn't we drink it now? Uh, and they sent me into Vietnam. But <laughs> <laughs> I got lucky. I got my union card. This is called Marisol. It's a uh, California Chardonnay Ooh. because, again, we're all drinking Chardonnays. I'm from Jersey, man. I don't drink California <laughs> Chardonnay. What? They don't make Chardonnays in Jersey, bro. <laughs> Maybe they should. <laughs> well, the boss is going on tour this year. Oh, is he? Yes, is he, he now? Is. Yes, he is, and I want to catch him going on tour. Oh, I meant to text you this. Uh, it's in May. May. George 18th. Benson? No, not George Benson. George Benson's going to be at the uh, LA Fair. I will check it, but here's one for you. What? At the Greek Theater, performing together, mm. Dwight Yoakam and Emmy Lou Harris. Ooh! It's in. It's on a Thursday in May. But I meant to text. I'll look it up. I'll text it to you. But I, yeah. I love both of them. Yep. I, I, I'm a big Dwight Yoakam fan. I love Dwight Yoakam because he's kind of like in that whole Waylon Jennings kind of you know yeah. rock country thing that he does. Yeah, he does the kind of the rockabilly thing. But yeah, they call it the Bakersfield sound, even though he's from Kentucky. But he actually he made his way to California, where actually he. He started making his his bones and music. So yes. Yeah. But uh, George Benson's going to be at the LA Fair. Oh, I might want to check that. I love George Benson. Yes. He's- I have his Breezing album. That's one of the best like uh, '70s jazz albums out there. Well, he's going to be there, and I'm and I'm down to go see him. See, here's a band that I think should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame: NXS. I think in we excess? talked about that. Yeah, in excess. Yeah, but in excess. <laughs> can't say I, right. I in excess. In excess. In I in excess. In excess. Whatever, dude. I, I I've always thought this should be in the Rock and Roll Fame, especially because we we had a city. Well, not a city party, but I had just recently bought the uh, Kick album by in oh. excess. Their big huge album, and the Rumpster and I sat down and listened to it at my place, and we both were like, "Yep, that's a great album. Yeah. That's a great album." That's uh, I have I have that on CD as well myself. It was actually the the last Christmas I actually spent with my sister. I got a CD player. My mom got me a CD. My first CD player. Okay, this goes back to the eighties, by the way. Yes. My mom got me a first CD player. My sister bought me this album for Christmas. The Christmas gift kick kick. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that that CD has a special place in my what heart. was the first cd that, that was the first cd you ever got well that my sister got me that for the first cd i ever bought you gotta you gotta guess what it is it's michael, a ploy. M- michael bolton's uh Brandon richie no no <laughs> Fuck, I'm who's gonna... who at he was one of my favorite bands depeche mode no the eagles Your... eagles which one which eagles oh. which eagles desperado is your favorite no. album no oh, yeah but which album did i get Alto california no Damn. greatest hits Oh, the the blue one. The very first one yeah, was okay. yeah, Eagles Greatest Hits. That's the first CD I ever bought. All right. The very first CD that I ever owned, and, and this is when I went out and bought my first CD player, uh, my old guitar player, uh, Curtis, said, hey, you buy that CD player? Because it, it had the cassette, the CD, and the and the LP. Mm-hmm. You buy that? He goes, I'll, get, I'll buy your first, uh, your first CD. Ooh. Cool. And the very first CD, he goes, you get to pick. On many lists for many years... This was the number one album ever recorded. And I think that it's the greatest sound-engineered album of all time. Q-J. You should know this. Sergeant Pecker. That's it. Sergeant Peppers was the first CD I ever owned. And when I first heard it on headphones, you know, it would digitize sounds, it blew me away because there was fucking sounds there that I didn't even know existed. And I had heard that record yeah. a million times yeah. over. It totally got him. I had to throw away his tidy whities after that. <laughs> and I started wearing boxer shorts. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he. That's when he switched. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm gonna be embarrassed saying what seat. 
I mean, the, Celine they, Dion. They bought the CD for me. Celine Dion, right? right? Somebody wanted, bought it for you. Okay, that's so, a, that's so, the first excuse. So no, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. So, they bought it for me. That's an excuse. Fuck you. Okay, it, it was Lisa, Lisa, and the Colt Jam. <laughs> uh, no, okay. It's Lisa Colt Jam. So right? they bought me a, they bought me the boombox with the, the the seven CD changes, right? No, no. Rico Suave. Oh, no. So they bought Menudo. it. So, no, no, shut up. So they bought it for me. I forgot for my birthday. So at this time they, they didn't they they didn't add no one asked me hey what do you like mm-hmm. but I used to like I used to watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh <laughs> get the fuck get out! Get a fucking Fresh Prince and I DJ got the Jeff. movie soundtrack to Wild Wild West as my first CD Jesus. for my first CD player. That is like wow. that is a depressing story. But you know who actually. was in Wild Wild West? Uh, Oscar Selma. winner Kevin Klein. No, who else? Salma Hayek. All right. <laughs> That alone makes it worthwhile watching. So yeah, but not getting the soundtrack. Yeah, fuck no, dude. My dad loves this guy. Does he? Uh, that's Neil Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. My dad loves. I this like guy. Neil Diamond. The early Neil Diamond. That early period. Hey, you like Neil Diamond overall? Shut up. You like Neil Diamond overall? You want to turn on your heart light, bro? No, by that point, I too. You want to turn on your heart? That's the name of this episode. Turn on your heart light, bro. And no. chill. <laughs> Look at the Rambling Army was sending Neil Diamond songs to me. The early, the right, the right, <laughs> from, were, were, from the right period, from the right period though. Uh, but you know, funny. when you get to the fucking, you know, fucking Desiree and September Morn period, that's where I kind of tune out. But Neil Diamond, you know, prior to the mid seventies, Neil Diamond was awesome. Come on, I mean, I'm gonna give it to him. <laughs> Neil Diamond's cool overall. Yeah, bro. overall, that the early, British yeah. level. The what, British what, level. What was, what was the, the name of that, that Neil Diamond song that when we used to go walking that I made up? Well, yeah, you created a Neil Diamond. <laughs> no, you didn't really. Yeah, no, back like literally like when I literally like, when I first got my condo, me and Mr. Lou used to go out walking, you know, to get in shape and all that because we were. You know, but anyway, there, there's a street in my neighborhood called Rainbow Ridge. Rainbow Ridge. And this guy, like, turned it into a, he saw Rainbow Ridge, he turned it into a total Neil Diamond song. Rainbow Ridge, you left me crying <laughs> on yeah. a desert street. Yeah, we had a certain path we walked, and every time, you know, we had to walk down Rainbow Ridge Road, and <laughs> this guy wrote a whole song about it. I did. It. You left me here. On Rainbow Ridge. Here's my thing, and I'll say this right now. <laughs> so that's one of my other impersonations hey, that I did. Here's my thing: Patreon listeners would pay to hear that for you to at least go with your new Gibson <laughs> and write that fucking song and put it on the Patreon. Rainbow oh. Ridge. Right, Gary? Yeah, I agree. I hey. agree. You have to, yeah, exactly, dude. With that fucking Gretsch and that Gibson, dude, you got to come up with a fucking new song called you guys, Rainbow Ridge. You guys, Ridge. before the show, heard the, 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 the track that I'm going to put yeah, my vocals on. We're asking you to write Rainbow Ridge that, now. That, <laughs> that way, that, that is, you know what? Change it from Swango to Rainbow Ridge, dude. <laughs> if you, if you come up with Rainbow Ridge lyrics for that, that proves you're a songwriting genius. Yeah, dude. Hey, no, be serious. Be serious. That would show. Rainbow Ridge. <laughs> hey, I swear, dude, do Rainbow Ridge. Okay, are you, are you, don't, you, can, you can do what Guns N' Roses did with Don't Cry. Because on User Illusion 2 you had the original version everybody knows it Don't Cry then they, other one, yeah, yeah. then on the, on the User Illusion 2 they had it with alternative lyrics so you can come with alternative lyrics for Swango called Rainbow Ridge you, that's where he dumped his bodies <laughs> he dumped his bodies on Rainbow Ridge User Illusion was such a great one volume one was such a great album volume two just sucked yeah, yeah it was awful. Well, oh they already shot him 
Son of a bitch Had him killed One of my favorite bands Of all time I know that that surprised mm. you When I told you That I loved Crosby, Stills and Nash Yeah but now I listen to me I, I mean I've given Cause you kind of Forced me to take a second look I mean To them they were always Hit or miss with me I like a few of their songs I love uh, their songs Yeah But yeah you kind of Forced me into a second look And yeah I kind of grill I, I dig them They're great I love yeah. them You know, about this During the eulogy When he gave it to Crosby right? Exactly you know, like I said. I oh, said, by the way, the the de- this is the form the rambling army. The deathless. We did this before yeah. in the intermission. The, yeah, yeah, the death These list are the of, things we do in the intermission that yeah. folks don't know about. Yeah. So, Rumster, tell us. The deathless lead is officially established. Whis- the cunt leader, Whiskey J, actually leads because the cause of death for David Crosby has been officially announced. So the rule was number one on his list was David Crosby. David Crosby was number nineteen on my list. So we decided that since he was higher on Whiskey J's list at this time, he led. But Whiskey J didn't list the cause of death. I did. If I got the cause of death right, I'd get another half point. My cause of death listed was heart failure. But the official cause of death has been released as a complications from COVID-19. So Whiskey J actually has the lead at at this juncture. At this juncture. We're still in February. We're still in February. Lots of ways to go. You know what? When Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood go on that tour, and that, really and, that, that and that plane goes down, Rumster, they're I not get going three here. points. Rumster, three here. points. Here, Rumster, here's where you're absolutely fucking wrong about this. They're not going on tour. They're going to do a residential in Las Vegas. Same That's shit. That's different. Same shit, bro. They have to fly there. <sighs> they have to die. fly there. And they're going to stay there for fucking months. They're not going to die. They have to fly there JFK. and they have to fly home. Okay, there you go. They have to fly there. They have to fly home. That plane crash is going to happen. You're really hoping so, for this crash to happen. Because so, that will seal the deal. So you will never to, be able to take that lead. If I get three points right, that's a three-point lead. There's so, no way you overtake that. So, no way. So so just to kind of inform the ramble on me, we always do this. And Escalante in here this week. I mean, because he always... He's an escondido with his lady. Yeah, he's, a, yeah. he's an There's escondido. Lady. And I want to hear from the rambling army. Has anybody ever taken, like, their babe... <laughs> To Escondido Who for the weekend. Who takes to Escondido? Why? You take him to... Even Temecula is better. I mean, you got wine country. You got something romantic there. Shit, when I took... Escondido. There's a, there's a casino by Temecula. Number two, you have to go through there Temecula. Is? You have to go... Yeah, Pachanga's by... Like, no, the, Pachango's in Temecula. That's you know what I said. You know what's by Escondido? Because Escondido's further south than Temecula. I'm fucking too. Wait, wait, wait. I'll Verona Valley Ranch is by... Verona Valley Ranch... It's it a whole new deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Rogers used to shield for them. But there, that's close. But here's the deal. You have to go to Temecula to get to Escondido. Why not just stay in Temecula and it's take it, her out to better. some few wineries? There's he nothing can't that- afford it. Temecula's got great wineries. Yes, it does. And and they got a great cheese shop that we always oh, go yeah, to. Oh, yeah, they do. They, I, mean, I don't know about it to that one, but oh, they I have great the cheese. cheese. And a plethora of good restaurants. A what? Absolutely. A plethora. Yeah, that's a big I, word I like that, that word. they don't use like in Amari. Yeah, they they don't use that in Amari. So that's what we'll call the show, plethora and chill. Can you tell me how you spell it? I don't, I'm from Amari. <laughs> he just said, like, anywhere, plethora, or like, respect. I respect. R-E-S-P-P-P. Fuck it. You know how to spell it. Just spell it for me, man. Just send it to me, dude. It sounds, how would you spell it? It sounds just like it's, it's spelled yeah, just like it sounds. Yeah, I've been drinking three bottles of wine. Uh, P-L-E-T-H-O-R-A. Plethora. Yeah, you left out one letter. Plethoria. Plethoria. Is it plethoria no, or plethora? No, no, I'm sorry. You're right. Plethora. Plethora. Yeah, a plethora. No, it's a plethora of good restaurants. So it's a, you just want to add one I am before yeah, the O. Yeah, there the, you go. It's plethoria? I thought it's plethora. Gary, look it up. I may be wrong. Go ahead. Gary's Who knows? We've fucking been drinking three bottles of wine. Hey, now, right? the, but it's, it's Ramble Wine Night. 
And we got one more one. Um, one more bottle no. of Jesus Christ. Now, Mr. Lewis writes, plethora, plethora. of good restaurants, yeah, okay, which means large or excessive amounts. But, right. but instead of stopping in Temecula, they go to Escondido. Escondido. Who gets laid in Escondido? Yeah, apparently he does. He does, Look, yeah. And his girl listens, so she's probably laughing. Going, she's probably going to tell him, hey, they're making fun of you by Escondido. And he's going to be like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah and you know what she's going to say to him? That's why I didn't give you any. <laughs> I know, right? She probably said, I got my period. He's like, oh. Look, he'll be like, but your mouth didn't, right? A period on Escondido weekend? Escondido. I, we we got to grill him about that. Like, what fucking Dude, led you to go to yeah, Escondido? And then, and then that's how cheap it is. He took her to a matinee to go watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. Really? You can do that at Puente Hills. That's by his house. Why is he taking her to Escondido to see that? Because she's probably tired looking at his fucking dirty ass roof. So he thought I go, I'll, <laughs> I'll go, I'll go rent a cheap ass Airbnb in Escondido then. The, the, the roster had it right. We all love, we, we all love Escalante. I mean, he's my brother. No, we all love him. We all love him. We yeah. love him. But this is a questionable decision. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is what I'm saying because you you said this a few times yourself. So so I'm with a chick. Yeah, let's go back to my place. And you go back to my place, and then you tell her right before you walk in, go, shh, my parents, my parents are asleep. <laughs> yeah, that's a, tur- that's a turn off. Yeah, that's a turn off, too. But I get it. I guarantee you, you know what? I mean, seriously, if I, if I get lucky or somewhere down the line, and I go away for my first weekend with the girl, I'm going Escondido. Es- not going to go to Escondido. I'm not going to go to Agoura Hills. What's wrong? There's a lot of clubs in Agoura Hills. Is he a club guy? There, there, there's a lot of ven- there's a lot of concert venues no. that you can go to Gura Hills. You take him somewhere beautiful and romantic. All right. Like, wait, where would you take him, Gary? Hold on. Compton. Hey, don't play play some romantic music with us. <laughs> I put us somewhere. I'll tell you. What. You get what hey. you get with me. I'll, this, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, this, this, oh, you get with me. Hey, Escalante's girl. I know you listen to the show. Here, this is this. Hey, this is what a man goes right. Oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay, hold, so on. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Ready for this? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, hold on. Look, he's getting his voice deep. Oh my god. Oh, ready? Hold on. Do it, Gary. Oh, all right. So, I like this, yeah. Do it. Mm. Two, three, one. So, you get right at the rumster. <laughs> we go away for our first weekend. Here's a, here's, a, yeah, here's a few places that might take you. Well, we already talked about tobacco. A beautiful wine country. Lots of, a plethora of... A plethora of fine restaurants. A plethora. A plethora of fine restaurants. Are we? If that's not far away from the maddening crowd here in Southern California for you, well, we can go a little further up north. Go to San Ynez Valley. You're ruining the romantic moment, bro. Sorry, bro. But, but. I'll, I'll be that little devil sitting on your shoulder. But before you take before you take leave of Temecula, that cool little restaurant you took uh, your your goddaughter and Mr. Lou to. In Temecula? Oh, that's. Wait a minute. Oh, by the way, I am a wine club member at the Oak Mountain Winery. Yes. So that's a fine restaurant in a that's wine a cave. In a wine, yeah, in a wine cave. Where? As you were, sir. Where the rumster will get a fifteen percent discount. By the way. <laughs> But still, Listen a very fine restaurant. Hey, That's hey. 15 cents for every dollar. Hey, can Escalante get you 15% hey. discount? <laughs> have, you ever, no, he have you ever eaten a wine cave? Maybe you should hit up on her now and tell her, hey, I can get you 50%. You and a like, cup of coffee. You just slide into her DMs. Yeah, ever eaten a wine cave? I can take you there in Temecula. But again, if that's 
too local for you because it's only about 50 miles south from here. Sure. I can take you up north to San Inez Valley. Again, where I'm a wine club member in another winery. Another plethora of fine restaurants. Plethora. Or if you're not into the wine thing. If you're not if you're not in the wine thing, which of course might cancel you out with the rumster, but still, I mean, whatever else into, I'll take you even further up north to uh, Monterey. In Monterey. Monterey. In Monterey. Beautiful settings, lots of fine restaurants. If you like brews, there's good, a lot of good microbreweries up there as well. I'll take you to places like that, but I'll tell you where I won't take you. I will not take I will not take you to Escondido. <laughs> I will not take you to East L.A. or City Terrace. What's wrong with East L.A.? For a weekend? I can just drive you out there each day and stay at my place. The point of getting where you stay at a motel, or hotel, I'm sorry, hotel. Mr. Motel or a Holiday Inn. Or a B&B, an Airbnb. <laughs> I don't stay at Airbnbs, by the way. I don't stay in other people's homes, sorry. romantic music going on. Yeah, this is fine. But I'm just telling you where I would take you. How's that sound? One of those three places. That's where I would take you for my first weekend. <laughs> but I guarantee you, I will not take you to Escondido. Because there's nothing to do in Escondido. Unless you want to go to the San Diego Wild Animal Park. But after night comes, when, that's, when the San Diego Wild Animal Park closes, what do we do? Rumster, do you know what Escondido means in Spanish? What? Tell them. Escondido? It's hide. Hide, yeah. Hidden. It's hidden? hidden? Yeah. That's why you... Maybe that's why he took her there. Because how cheap it was. Then. <laughs> look, okay. look, anyway. look, 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 lady, you need to make wise decisions. God just speaks to you and say, do you really want to be with a guy that took an Escondido? Would you rather yeah. be with a guy that's going to take you to Temecula yeah, and it has a 15% wine discount? Yeah. He could have taken you 40 miles south to San Diego where there's a lot more to do. hell of a lot to do in San Diego. He could have taken you to Chula Vista. It's a really great town. In well, even further south to Chula Vista, which is actually not that great of a or town. Or not your Belinda. Uh, what's the... Uh, 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 cuál, 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 cuál? San Ysidro? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> say San Ysidro. No, bro, no. <laughs> It, it, it's another little town right before you get to San Diego. Oh, fuck. Oh, Del Mar? No. It, well, Del Mar's actually no. not that bad. Huh? Encinitas, Solano Beach? No, no, no. Solano no. Beach is also a good place. Carlsbad? No. I can't Oceanside? Remember. Yeah, that's a lot of places where you... We're putting it out there for I'm you. I'm trying to think. Going on the five side, you go through Oceanside, Carlsbad, yes, yes. Encinitas, yes. Solano Beach. There, there, there's, there's a fucking playhouse. There's a theater. La Jolla? Playhouse. La Jolla, yes. La Jolla is actually in the city. It's actually a district in San Diego. But yeah, it's a great it's fucking district. Yeah, it's a, beautiful, yeah, blo- that's very, a lot of rich people. They have a beautiful, beautiful, they got a beautiful, beautiful. Hey, there. keyword, rich. He's not rich. Oh. Yeah. But I'm just saying, even 40 miles, you can find decent La Jolla motel. Great, you can find decent motel rates in San Diego. Rumster, Take her to San Diego at least. Rumster, Jesus. Ru- this guy can't Rumster. research shit. Rumster, hold on. La Jolla. What does that mean in Spanish? La Jolla? Does it mean the... The jewel. There you go. The jewel. Dad, you want to get to her, Jewel? Take her to the jewel. Hey, come on, dude. Escondido's the, like the one place that doesn't have anything to fucking but here, do. Here's my rant. Yeah. Here's my rant about him. Do it. You know the thing is, uh, he, he goes, hey, man, it's because she wants to go out for the weekend. I, I I find it funny that he blames every girl he's with why he misses an episode. Because then when you tell the... But then the funny thing, then he tells me, nah, man, this girl right here... She doesn't want to interfere in none of the stuff that we do for Rambly. She understands this is a dedicated show. Yeah. But you're not here, asshole. 
I'm fucking married and I'm here every fucking Friday. Miss Chalou has a girl, has a girl and a daughter. He's here every fucking Friday. Gary has a flashlight. He's here every fucking Friday. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, bro? <laughs> the fuck? No, I'm fine with them taking off for the weekend, but not to ask Candido. I don't yeah, even, when he comes back next week, I don't even want to know what he did. I don't. I mean, we know what he did in no, the fucking. Look, he's gonna brag about. Oh, I plowed. Yeah, you paid for a cheap fucking Airbnb to plow. Yeah. You could have plowed in your fucking dirty room. Exactly. And, and save what that you, money. And between and that, plowing, and that, and what did you do? And, and that's where he had her and the fucking two spud muffins last Super Bowl Sunday. So you're. Hey, guess what? You're. Hey, those kids are sitting in the same fucking room where you got plowed The fuck? Yeah. Well, well, we, well, after we plowed, after we plowed Friday afternoon, you know, we went to the Applebee's, and then Applebee's. after we plowed Saturday, you know, we went to the Chili's. He went to Chili's. I mean, that's what Escondido is. It's a fucking suburb. It's a suburb of San Diego that has nothing but track homes. Oh, you're right. It's it's it's, it's, it's there's nothing there. So well, hold on. So the mansion that I that I fucking rented, the Airbnb, which I'm planning to go back again this summer, it was in between not uh, Escondido. Salo- it was between Salona. And uh, what's uh, so? Is it between Salona and I forget that's it's, it's in between. Carlsbad, yeah, and Sanitas, yeah. I rented a nice with, yeah, fucking nice, mansion, beach town, yeah. Nice fucking five bedroom fucking mansion, three three bathrooms and a fucking a hot tub and a pool, and they had their own avocado and orange farm. Shit, exactly, bro. I want to rent it, but I want to rent it for like a Christmas day because it's five bedrooms, three baths. It's a real good place to rent for Christmas. Dude. I want to go back to Vegas, actually. Seriously? Oh, yeah, Vegas is the best. Gary. You know, you know why I want to go back to Vegas. I have never seen. Because you I, got there with ninety eight hundred miles. Hey, you drove ninety eight hundred <laughs> miles to Vegas. You took the long route. I would take nine hundred eight thousand miles. No, uh, because when 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 the Beatles um, Cirque du Soleil thing came out, I was still married, and I told my ex wife. I want to come back and see this because it was gonna. It was like a month away, and I've never seen it. And no. so I want to go back to go see the Cirque du Soleil, the Beatles thing. And, oh, you seen and it already? I've never seen it. Oh, I want to go check it out. Go, we gotta go. Yeah, I've never seen it. But you gotta Will go. you do it with me? Yeah, why not? How about you? No. You won't yeah. go to Vegas, remember? I won't go. I won't go to. I'm sorry. I'm I'm past my Vegas days. Fucking Coxstein, motherfucker. J- Gary Coxstein, come on, dude. The thought of going to Vegas just sickens me. I just don't. To I don't go like see it. the Beatles, Cirque du Soleil. It's the fucking Beatles, motherfucker. No, but what's he going to do? The- go, 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 go see Circus Delay, tape it on your phone, and show it to me no, afterwards. No, get the fuck out, Gary, man. you never set foot in Vegas? That's poor. No, I've set foot. I've, I've had my Vegas days. No, I'm baby. done. I'm How done. How long ago? How long ago? Well, okay. Last time I've been there was 2011 for my aunt and uncle's 50th wedding anniversary. Exactly. 2023. But prior to that, the last time I and really they didn't been want there. Them there. It probably was like it was, you know, the the early to mid '90s when I used to go a lot, and it just the, the, it's changed, Gary. It doesn't matter. Al- it's not the, De Niro's it, not there no more, dude. I don't, I just don't, I don't dig Vegas. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't dig, I just don't dig it. I don't dig Vegas. So what can I tell you? There's Sorry. good food. We can go foodie. We can go foodie on. I'll go foodie with you. I'm, one place I, I will. I, go, I won't gamble with you. How one about place. That? I'll go with one, you. I, I want to see the Cirque du Soleil. That's what I. That, no, no, I yeah, always wanted to see it. One place I will. You're down with me on that. You're down with me on that. One place I will go that I've never been to, and I don't. I'm just just to go to check it out. I would go to Laughlin, but just to check it out because I've never been there. Me neither. I would. You go know to why? Why? Because you're no fucking asshole. Well, that. that's it. I just Vegas is not my thing. I just don't. I don't dig it. I don't dig Vegas. I want to go to Laughlin. I don't dig. I don't dig the desert. I don't dig. I want to go to Reno. You live in a desert. 
Well, it is a de- technically it's a desert, but we're a fucking overly developed desert. But okay, but I'm just talking. I just don't. I don't dig the drive out there. I don't dig. We'll fly, don't fly, Gabe, we'll fucking asshole. Fly. It's a fucking fly. forty minute flight. I don't fly. Gabe, forty we'll, fucking minutes. I don't fly. Gabe, but see, we'll, this is the thing. You put fucking, you put walls up for yourself, I don't and then fly. you use those as excuses. Gary, come on. I don't dude. fly, and Charlie don't surf. <laughs> There's you no surfing in Vegas, though. And you ain't Charlie, motherfucker. Yeah, no, you didn't say you're Charlie, dude. Or is it? Again, another irrelevant comment. Look, man. Just yeah. look up Charlie Don't Surf and you know what I mean. But anyway. Yeah, that I, just, I don't take Vegas. It's not my thing. I, I, is I, that I, your bag, baby? It's not my bag. The flashlight's all right. <laughs> I'm going to put his fucking picture. Hey, hey, people really like your picture on Austin Powers. Fucking buddy. <laughs> <laughs> People like that picture. So now everybody thinks I own a flashlight. But anyway, anyway. whiskey, whiskey J, I gotta say, those fucking memes of the family house twice removed. Those are fucking gems, dude. I, I, no, I, sit, I look. They're at not the, gems. They're brutal, dude. I, I sit there and laugh on my my ass off in the fucking uh, work. I'm sitting there going, oh man, this is too fucking hilarious. Gives me this one. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was like literally the most brutal of all. That wait, was, wait, that wait. was, that was. I didn't show you the Valentine's Day one, huh? No, yeah, I saw that did. one. That, that's I, the one that we all saw. Yeah, it was fucking. Yeah, hilarious. I saw that. Val- no, that that's was right. Happy Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, that, that was brutal. Yeah, that that, that let was see, brutal. Let me see. Let me see. No, 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 no. Oh fuck! That, yeah. hey, you would think that's really him, though, right? Yeah, it looks real enough. That's yeah. real enough to be him, right? I lost 80 pounds, bro. Might not be big enough, but hey. He lost 80 pounds, bro. Leave him alone. Universal fucking annual pass, no, bro. The funny, the funny thing is, the funny thing is uh, that he, I, I told him, hey, look, dude, when when uh, when Fatty comes to you on, at work and wants to mend bridges, this is how you and him are going to hug it out. I ain't hugging that shit No, out. him and Escalante are going to hug it out. This is how Escalante and Fatty are going to hug it out, dude. <laughs> You know what's funny about all that? <laughs> so, 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 he goes to Universal all the time, right? Hey. When I used to work at Universal, I used to tell my aunt, hey, do you want tickets? No, we don't like going there. So why does he go to Universal all the time? Because that's all he has. Because he's a, that's all he has. Hey, he li- he all he has the, is a fucking... Uh, uh, he, likes uh, the, he likes the whole rubber shark thing coming out of jaw. He has or? a Tyrannosaurus Rex and that's all he has. Hey, but my thing is this. After a while, don't you think the staff is think he's a fucking diddler? <laughs> like, you're just, <laughs> like you're single and you're going there like you have no family? Rumster. His favorite movie is Jurassic Park. Yeah. And so when, so when the sequels came out, what did he say, Whiskey J? His childhood was ruined. Because, I mean, they, they weren't the greatest of movies. Yeah. My child's ruined. He actually did an episode somewhere in the mid-20s of the Rambling Alcoholics. And and and, and, it, and it's like, why does anybody want to hear your fucking rant on why Jurassic Park? It is what it is, bro. Give it to him. Give him the last swig, yeah. Well, uh, Miles. What you think of this one, Miles? What you think, Tighter than a nun's asshole. Oh, it's a good one, right? Strong and concentrated, but it opens up nicely. No, actually, no. I like this one. It's actually out of all it's, three it's, bottles right now. Yeah, this has kind of got a little bit of the buttery thing that you like. I love yeah. the butter. Yeah. Butter, it's yeah. butter. The first one that we had was the Mondavi Asian and, and oh. whiskey barrels. So you got the that's hint good of, stuff. Yeah, you got that's the hint. Of, really you got the hint of a whiskey taste in that. But, so but that was you're, very yeah, good. you get yeah. get a lot of taste of the wood. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, then of course the second one we have the Coppola Chardonnay, which, which is just beautiful. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Sublime, right? Yeah. Sublime. Yeah. He, to the audience out there, there's two types of Chardonnay: aged in stainless steel, which gives you a more citrusy taste; aged in wood barrels. Mr. Lou prefers a, a more buttery yeah, more, flavor. It gives you a more of a buttery flavor. Yes. Uh, uh, what I call butterscotch, yeah. because yeah. The Mondavi was aged in wooden whiskey barrels, so you got both the buttery and the hint of whiskey taste, which gives it. It's a nice we kick. Do a it's a nice show, bite. I yeah. think too. Yeah. Well, this is the whole wine episode, bitch. Yeah. So, when Escondido, we do wine because he doesn't drink wine. But but, yeah. but but that's why he goes to Escondido and not Temecula. That's why he goes through Temecula to get to Escondido. But but that but this uh but the director's cut Chardonnay, that's the shit, right? That that's some good stuff. Still got one more, huh? Yeah, this one doesn't have a pop because that one's always the. Uh, well, well yeah, not, that's yeah. not the director's cut, but yeah, still, you it's a good, twist that it's one. Still a good Chardonnay. That, that's a director's cut there. Right there. Oh, the, that's a okay. We had the director's well, cut. Well, when you call, what you I, think of that when one? I called you, I had that one in my hand. What'd you think of that one? No, that one's very, very good too. It's more, it's more of the stainless steel. Couple of wines are fucking awesome, yeah. right? I, I, I well, the funny, it. the funny thing is, uh, so I, I bought my wife a Sophia, right? So I bought a Sophia. I got I this bottle. You and know I got what? The couple I, of, I bought your wife a Sophia yeah, for Christmas. So we have two Sophia. We're gonna drink tomorrow. Because I know and she the, loves it. And the the red guy in the restaurant goes, big couple fan, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what gives you that idea? Well, well, have, have I ever told you? How, okay, so everybody has a wine bottle that turned them on to wine. Am I right? Uh, am I right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty Rumpster? much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, so for me, it was the uh, the the uh, Claret, and I'll tell you why. So, his boys don't cry. <laughs> that's that's it. So, so my no so, boys don't yeah. cry. Right. No, 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 no. It's like my boy Rick don't yeah, boys cry. don't cry. That's, <laughs> that's boys don't cry. What turned me on to wine was this. Okay, so so I get. When I used to, when I was still playing soccer, you know, the, the tradition was that I would go back to my dad's house, and we'd have a drink right before I go back to, you know, my my, my miserable home life. But see, here's the thing: that day, we had nothing. There was no beer, no nothing, and and we were, my dad and I were all broke. And I told my dad, "Well, what do you got, man? What's going on?" And he's like, "Well, I got this bottle of wine, and the bottle of wine was given to him by my sister's best friend." Who who we've known for years. It was a Cabernet bottle, so we so so we so I called my mom up and I'm like, Mom, she was out at the mall. Mom, yes. I need you to uh, buy a bottle opener for wine. She goes, Why? Don't ask why, just just buy it. And so she did. So when she got home, I popped it open and and we didn't have any no 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 uh, stems or or wine glasses or. In, in coffee cups, I poured it. I poured it. Yeah, you gotta make do what you have. Exactly. And so I poured it, mm-hmm. and and I I ended up liking it, and my dad did not. So the, so that week at work, I'm asking everybody, what about wine? And everybody kept telling me, you gotta go to Trader Joe's. You gotta go to Trader Joe's. You gotta go to Trader Joe's. Okay. So in my mind, it didn't compute. So when I went to Trader Joe's, in my mind, I thought to myself, they're gonna have beginners wines, intermediate wines. Good wines. No, instead it's just like this fucking slew of shit. And I'm like, how the fuck? And so, the, so, so these like dudes standing around, yeah. with, with you know, doing like 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 the the L shaped thing, with, you know, like the armor on their belly and the and the and the 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 hand on their forehead, like as they're like doing overly thinking. So I did the same thing too. But I'm thinking to myself, I don't know a fucking thing about wine. 
and that. Were, and you, were you like Pierce Brosnan? Mm, yes. Pretty much. Mm, pretty yeah. much, my mm, yeah. Yes. So out of the corner of my eye, I caught this black bottle with like this gold foil. So I go over it, and it says Coppola Wines Claret. And I'm like, is it Francis for Coppola? So I called my sister, who at the time had my internet, because I had AOL. <laughs> so I told get on the internet. She's like, okay, what am I looking for? And I go, look for this Claret thing by, is it Francis for Coppola? He goes, after about, <laughs> about five minutes of that shit. She's, yeah, she's like, yeah, it's Francis for Coppola. So I picked up the bottle. I thought to myself, and this is the and 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 I'm, and then I'm not lying when I say this. I'm thinking, this guy made the greatest movie of all time. I'm gonna trust his judgment on wine. Mm-hmm. So I, I grabbed the bottle and I was at Trader Joe's at the one in Whittier, and and I went to the cheese section because you know they always say that wine pairs great with cheese, and I got a brie with some mushrooms on it, and I bought some crackers and 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 I took it home, put it in the fridge, and. Played my soccer game that Sunday, and I came back, and I opened up that bottle, and I just fell in love with wine at that time. Later that evening, this was a Sunday, later that evening, I, I show up at, at, at the Rumsher's home with a bottle of wine, and he's looking at me like, wine? I go, just give it a shot, bro. Just give it a shot. He did. I don't know if you were too convinced that first time, but then that following, but then that following week, we went to go see the movie Sideways. Which, is, in our opinion, is one of the greatest movies ever ever made, and which which stars Paul Giamatti and and you know Thomas Hayden Church and yeah Vir- and Virginia the then, Madsen and the then smoking hot Virginia Madsen yes. by the way yeah and so we saw the movie because it, it, I kind of prefer the the heavy set waitress that Jack does in the end. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to go see that and all of a sudden Gary's like maybe we should go t- do some wine tasting I'm like well I, you know this all takes place in Central Coast where where our cousin lives. She lives in Santa Maria. Yeah. She lives a little south of that. But the Rumsher was like, nah, bro, Temecula. We got to go to Temecula. I'm like, Temecula? He goes, yeah, because, you know, they, they have a big wine country there. Yeah, it's closest, yeah. Yeah, and it, and it was closer. So we did. We went there with my ex-wife. And since that trip, which was, what, 2007? 2007, yeah. 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 Since 2007. April of 2007, yeah. Since, 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 April of 2007. Since that trip? The Rumster and I have been committed wine drinkers. That's where my wine, that's where I got opened up to wine because the first winery that we hit on that taste, we got there early. Bailey's. Yeah, we hit, yeah, we went to Den, We went to breakfast at the Denny's by my house. Then we hit to Mecca. We got there like at 10 a.m. Most of the wineries had opened to 11, but Bailey's opened at 10. Uh, and fuck, so we man? got into Bailey's. We walked in there about 10. 15, 10, 25, I don't know what time. It was, It was. you know, nobody was in there. So it was just the one guy pouring. And we were the only ones in there. And none of us had been wine tasting before. Never. So this guy taught me how to do everything. Swirl the wine, auction the jade it, which you see in Sideways. Which you kind of think, what the fuck is with that? But this guy taught you how to drink it right. And that's when I began, okay, this shit's actually tasting good. Hmm. So it really wasn't a bottle for me that kind of turned me on the wine. It was actually a tasting at, ba- at Bailey's Winery in Temecula. That's where I kind of got my eyes open to drinking wine properly. And then I, I agree. Like, it's not for everybody. I like wine. Yeah. I got into wine because of you guys. 
And I, at that time, I don't know what to buy. And at that time, I only had a couple minutes. And I, I, went, I took it to Temecula, remember? Did, did, did. Well, yeah, I was with you. We went. To, we had lunch I there was and underage, and you guys were he was, Yeah, drinks. he was underage. We and still and took and him, and yep. And and took we corrupted him. We corrupted this yeah, guy. Yeah, that's when we went to the plantation, remember? That's always been the junk, the plantation. The plantation, that's what it was called, plantation restaurant, yeah. And I say this with all due respect, but your mother acted like a fucking douche that day. A coont, yeah. You're like a fucking coont. You no, know? Okay. no, so the first bottle I got, and at that time I wanted to call Mr. Loop, and I was like, with the minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, I only have like five minutes. And I know five and I know five minutes was not going to be enough to talk to Mr. Loop. So I'm like, fuck it. So I picked the bottle. First bottle I picked was a blackjack. I picked blackjack. I remember that. What? And I took it home, and my, my mom was like, oh, you're, you're, oh, you're only into wine because of Mr. Lou. And I'm like, yeah, probably. I just want to And she did out. call him Mr. Lou, by the way. Yeah, she called Mr. Lou. <laughs> You're not a Don yet. You're not a Don yet. Can't call you Don Lou. Yeah. I'll say this. I'll wait until you're like I'll 55 to call I'll, you Don. I'll say this. But yeah, Blackjack was my first bottle. Blackjack? That, but, and you bought that up there? No, I bought it at CVS. CVS used to sell Blackjack. I will oh. tell a little story about a bottle of wine. And you know how much no. I bought it for at that time? 12 bucks. Yeah, me and Mr. Lou. Blackjack, and 12 bucks. They don't sell that shit anymore. No me, Mr. Lou, and his ex. Uh, at we my place, we, so opened, we opened the bottle of wine that was given to me. This is before he went to Temecula, by the way. It was gifted to me by a vendor of mine at my job. He gifted me a bottle of a, a bottle of wine. He told me it was a very fine bottle of wine. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> and we opened this thing, and it was like it was early. I think it was January 27, 2007. And we drank it we all said it tasted like shit <laughs> but when we looked we went back and we looked at the bottle and it wasn't even a fucking drink it was cooking wine but this vendor that gave it to me told me it was like the finest bottle it was from San Antonio winery which is they have a, they have three they locations. are shit they have locations in Paso Robles downtown Los Angeles and Ontario shit. But this was a cooking wine so it tasted like shit but they're also they're also the producers of Stella Stella Rosa and some sh- weird shit's going on down here. Whiskey J is bending over. He's over Mr. Lou's crotch. They're trying to screw something in. What's going on here? Oh, Miss Whiskey J to spit on his hand. This is kind of gross. What are you guys doing? You interrupted my wine story. I didn't want the reverb. The reverb. Because now Mr. Lou's got some reverb, I guess. Hello. Oh, there we go. All right. No, because I don't want him to hear us fucking around with the mic. <laughs> yeah, because Whiskey J just gave Mr. Lou some... My headphones. Reverb. Some reverb. But anyway, that's... I just remember it's having that We're just having technical like difficulties right yeah. But regardless, that's my... But no, I don't have a bottle of wine that turned me on the wine. Like I said, it was that tasting at Temecula that opened me up how to drink wine properly. Then we... Then you and me took we a had trip. that. We had that one at Bailey's. Yeah. And then we, what was it called? It was a, it was a, 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 a Cabernet something or other. Cab Frank. A Cab Frank, which Frank. I don't dig anymore. Yeah, a lot I of people don't, don't dig like Cab Frank. Frank. I'm not yeah. a big, yeah. You don't, I'm don't, Franks you don't, you don't dig Frank. Or Franks. <laughs> Franks? Not a Cab, Cab Frank. Frank. <laughs> but no, that was that Miss case. him, bro. Then a few, a few weeks. Come on, yeah. bro. Memorial, yeah, Memorial Day weekend, Mr. Lou Come and his girl on, and his, you know, his wife took off to... Sandy Nez Valley, I stayed behind due to some episode I was having. I can't remember what it was going on, but I stayed behind. Yeah, because you have fingers up your ass. Well, regardless, it doesn't matter. You guys went up to Sandy. You, you guys, live on your own fingers. You guys went to, went to Sideways Country. 
a few weeks later, being Mr. Lou in June. You know how I did that? What? Okay. So, if anybody's ever been to Solvang, and, and you're on the main highway on Solvang, there is a visitor's information center, right? A visitor's center, yeah. Right. And so, and so um, my ex-wife had this book of like a million fucking wineries, and we're like, how the fuck do we even start this? Right? So we're in, so we're there on the main strip in, in Solvang, and I decided to walk into the uh, visitor's information center. And when I walk in there, you know me, I have really good peripheral vision. So on the on the left-hand corner of my eye, I, I see this green poster that looks like the one from the movie Sideways. And there's this bunch of fucking little pamphlets underneath it. And so I tell one of the girls, what is that? And she goes, oh, that's a guide of all the wineries and restaurants that are in the movie. I will take that map. So she gave me the map. And I walk out and, and my ex-wife's like, so what did you get? And I go... You remember the movie Sideways? Remember we forced her to see the movie? Yeah. Because she was like, oh, wine is for old people. Yeah, remember that was at, that? yeah, that was at my house. Yeah, yeah. I never watching that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so, so, and she dug it, right? So when, so when I told her, I go, this is the map of all the fucking wineries and restaurants in the movie. And so that's what we decided to do. We did that whole thing that whole weekend. About a week or two later, right, I, I went with you. No, no, we went to Temecula after that. Right, right, That's right. That's where all three of us went to Temecula. Me being the third wheel, of course. Yeah, yeah. And then you and her took off Memorial Day weekend to uh, to San Inez Valley. Then a few weeks later in June, you and me just went. Me and Mr. Lou just went. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Lou, by the way, is going out to drain the snake. So he'll yeah, be back. Yeah, he had to I'll the finish feet. the story. But me and Mr. Lou took a weekend trip. We stayed at his cousin's house in Santa Maria, so we commute back down. And he showed me all the places he went to, and my eyes were even open further. Then just the, it was at the end of June, because uh, his ex was actually in the, was in the army. She was she, at that point she was completing the last two years where she had to do her reserve work. Yeah. So she got back from doing two weeks of reserve work, and we took off again. All three of us took off for the weekend and went up there again. And that's where we ate at the San Inez Cafe in the movie. That's where I have a classic picture of Mr. Lou and his ex-wife. Zonk! I mean, completely blitzed on wine at that at that cafe. I took a picture of them, and you look at that picture, and it's the epitome of like, because we we probably I'm not gonna lie to you, this is no joke. We went to sub probably seven, maybe eight wineries that day. It was that Saturday. We were blitzed out completely. We had that dinner reservation at 8 p.m. that night. After doing all that wine tasting, we went back to the room, crashed for like two hours. Went back to Los Olivos. Went to Los Olivos Cafe. Then we had another full day of whining out. I mean, no it was a, that is kind of where my wine thing opened up. Damn. Just the, the ambience of wine country, drinking in, enjoying it. That's my thing. And you know, my, my best experience was when I went up to Napa for my honeymoon. And they gave us a map and we went there. Luckily, it was during that time where they were having a bunch of festivals. So it was like here, and they and the funny thing, the map told you which one gave you the free tastings and which one you had to pay. Yeah. The it was like the two money signs means you know it was like cheap. The five would mean you had to pay premium price. So I was like fuck, and at that time we rented a fucking Mustang convertible. Mm-hmm. So we're driving down it, and uh, when we went to no no we rented I, the Mustang. I rented a Mustang for my honeymoon. So I, we were driving, and it's like a, a fastback Ford Mustang. Yeah, Mustang. <laughs> and we're driving down this fuck, my love. this fucking narrow road, <laughs> and with the with the top down and shit, driving and shit. And my wife's looking at the map. She goes, hold yeah, on, hold yeah, on, make hold on, hold on, hold on. My favorite CCR song. Yeah, it's not bad. 
Yeah,对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对
Motherfucker. Motherfucker can't even do fan questions, man. What a fucking cut. He's going to be getting a visit from my cholos. I guarantee you. Do it. Do it. First fan question. Comes from Rachel Van. Ah, Rachel. Finally a woman. That's good. What do you think about Bad Bunny making out with Kendall Jenner? Lots of Latinos are mad saying he's not Latino because he's making out with the white. I've 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 had I've had sexual relations with white women and you know it is well, what it is. Wait, wait, wait. It is what it is. Well, hey. I mean, what, but you can't fault him if she's giving up her ass to the guy. But it, what's they, he gonna do? Say they, no. The, the whole. The so whole, what's this guy's name? Bad Bunny. That who the fuck is Bad Bunny? Some guy that's a bunny, but he's bad. Yeah, he's bad, dude. He's really bad. <laughs> this guy calls himself Bad Bunny. Look him up, dude. He's, he's a he's, Puerto Rican. He's a Puerto Rican reggaeton. Okay, so Kendall Jenner, what is is white, right? We yeah, she, well, no, because it was, she, she's Chris Jenner and uh, well, Chris no, Jenner. They're, right. white. they're well, white. They're pure. They're fucking pure, dude. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What the fuck did I say? Yeah, dude. Okay, <laughs> the reason. <laughs> what the reason why Who people are... Who the fuck are, is this guy? Exactly. I just looked at a picture of him. Jesus Christ. The reason he's the people, biggest Hispanic selling artist at, at no, right the, now. He's the, he's, the, he's the Puerto Rican Elvis, dude. He calls himself Bad Bunny? The Puerto Rican Elvis, dude. He calls fuck himself Bad Bunny. Fuck this guy. I don't, give, I don't give a shit about Kendall Jenner, but number two, Bad Bunny? Hey, well, fuck that, you. That answers the question there. I'll move Look on to this fucking guy. I'll move on to the next one, then. Look, the reason why is because I guess he's all pro-Latino, but he's making out with the white girl, so the Latino community is all mad about it. I'm not upset about it. I don't, I don't fuck. give a fuck. Hey, hey, hey okay, here's what I say. Sure I don't know who the fuck Bad Bunny is, but you know what? Make out with who you want. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit who Kendall Jenner kisses. I don't care what fucking race he is. Hey, if he floats your boat, go for it. There you go. But, but he calls himself Bad Bunny. That's a warning. Bad, a but then again, she's fucking Kendall Jenner, so what does that tell you? It says that she's a who. Yeah, so... Fuck them both. Fuck them both. In the, all right, next fuck Bad Bunny. Fuck Kendall Jenner. Fuck them all. Thank you. Next fan question comes from Christian C. Molina. Is Whiskey J a homosexual? Who? No. no. Uh, Christian C. Molina. Is Whiskey J a homosexual? No, I'm not. I actually no, do he's like... Ha- he's happily married for 10 years. For Come 10 on. 10 years. I like pussy. He likes pussy. I love pussy. Love pussy. As, as, as much as I would love want pussy. to say, as much as I would want to sit there and say that, but no, I want to follow up. I want to follow up question to Christian C. Molina. Christian C. Molina. Why do you think Whiskey Jay's a homosexual? Yeah, what gives you that impression? I'm a what gives you that impression? Yeah, dude. What the fuck, dude? I'm what the fuck? Did he likes Asia. Well, I'm just wondering. He's just cool, dude. <laughs> you like Asia, dude? That's why. All right. Next one comes from King Mexico. Why is Rambler so picking on getting ass? Like, what? damn. Huh? Well, he wrote it because he thought I was going to be drunk, but he forgot it's Wine Friday, dude. It sounds like, it sounds like he's drunk. We well, wrote it in a way that he think I would read it. Can you pour what? Can you pour I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading. Can you pour from me, bro? Sure. Tell me when to stop. I'm never going to tell you to stop. Very <laughs> good. Rub, sir? Um, why is Rambler so picking on getting ass? I'm what? assuming. I don't huh? know what that means. I don't know what that means either. King Mexico so picking on getting a picky on getting. Why are ass? we? Why are we picking? I'm assuming this is towards you because you're the one picking and getting us. I'm not picky on getting out. I just don't get it. But number two, I have <laughs> in my old age. All right, I'm sorry. I have like more romantic standards. I guess I don't know. Call me a fool. I don't know. But anyway, call I'm you not, a fool in love. I'm not picky on getting ass. I don't. I don't. I'm not out to get ass. 
I'm just at a point in my life I want companionship. That's me. But so, that's just me. Wait, so you would you be okay with getting companionship? Like, like uh, I heard a story, a, a similar story. This guy, you know, been hasn't been with a woman in years, but just wanted companionship. Met a woman who was in an abusive relationship with a guy who raped her for like ten years. Jesus. And but she still wanted companionship, so they kind of mingled in a sense because they both like food, movies. They, they I think they were into wine too. Okay. And but. No sex. It was just the companionship, and they've been together for twenty years without sex. Yeah, it was just like wow. it was just a companionship, and 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 I'm shocked. Like I, I can't believe there's no sex involved. Yeah, that it has to be like an open yeah. marriage or something. Because well, exactly. In I mean, my that, view, that, that's a fr- that's just a friendship. That's not that's not that's but not. They a- live together. They own a home together. They're legally married, and they haven't legally married, and they haven't had sex. Yeah, it's a. They even say wow. we're just a companion. Like I understand okay. she doesn't want sex because that you know, to me that to me that to me is even bizarre standards. Like me, okay, I'm at the I'm past the point of on the sexual pursuit. Okay, I'm not denying sex is great. Sex is wonderful. It's beautiful. It's but an amazing it, it, thing. It comes like, Mike, like, like 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 George Michael said, not everybody does it, but everybody should. Maybe. But if it knocks on your door, but you're open to it, right? But I'm not. I'm, if it knocks on your door, you're open to it. This is what I'm open to. Ah, goddamn! Answer the question. I will answer the question. Let me answer it. <laughs> you're gonna answer it. Okay, go. I'm oh, not a, okay. Look, I'm not. I'm not out for a one-time thing. All right. To me, okay. that does that doesn't. Okay, fine. Oh, it may be a may, may be amazing night. You can have this amazing it sex. It for you then. But at the end of it, you're still left alone. I'm out for a companion. Yeah, if sex enters into it, beautiful, amazing. Okay. But I also want a friendship, a a common bond. But okay. yeah, and sex should be part of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it's but sex shouldn't be the only thing. To me, I'm not out for the only sex thing. Okay, that's just that's I'm just cool, me. I'm cool. Okay. All right, thank I'm okay you. with that answer. All right, thank you. All right, next fan question, King Mexico. Since y'all bring up penises, who would say has the best penis-looking one? Gary. We are Gary. Gary literally. Gary has that. the only certified good-looking penis. Mr. Yeah. Lou, are you agree with that? You know, I, I don't sit there. Certified by a fucking Jewish doctor. Yeah, right? Coxine approved it, bro. Like at the end of the, the day, the inventors of circumcision. The Jew. Gary, I mean, listen, Lou, you got to admit, he has, the question is, since y'all bring up penises, who has the best-looking penis? Gary has to have the best-looking penis here. I, and I, who I, has the best-smelling? It's got to be Whiskey J. Yeah. Whiskey J is certified the best-smelling penis because he puts Brute Fab by Fabergé before every blowjob. Ah, uh, wait, eat. And Mr. Lou you know, is I, you know what? I, thinking I will, about it. Who no, get, no, no, no. Get, I, I, will hey, say, I will say this. Who gives the best effort even though they like downstairs? Mr. Wu. Well, uh, well, again, I, woman certified. Well, well, like I said, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I, I've never had a, a, a Jewish doctor tell me how good my penis looks, but, you know. But certified, though. I, 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 do, I, do, I do what I can. But is your shit certified? It's not certified. Why are you puppy? <laughs> it's not certified. So, well, so the question is, so that technically he has the best looking penis? But you know what? Here's the thing. Are we I, all supposed to whip out our dicks right now and compare? I, I think that's what King Mexico wants, but well, I'm not well, do Sorry, it. King Mexico. Well, that's well, not going to well, happen. Well, well, here's the thing. I, I haven't seen Gary Rumster's certification. He says. Oh, uh, that's true. He says. That's mm. true, Gary. That's true. So we I have, know. you know what? We have to hire a doctor. I have to come in and examine me and confirm. I'm Dr. Coxstein the third. If down, there is a doctor in the Rambling Army, that a can Jewish actually, doctor, a, <laughs> Jewish doctor. No, he doesn't have to be Jewish. It has to be Jewish. No, it has to be a Jewish Coxstein doctor. Well, yeah. preferably Jewish, but doesn't have to be Jewish. But if you're pure. in the Rambling Army, you, if you're an MD and you want to come in and officially inspect 
your, your penis. My penis. Your penis. And confirm or deny that it is a fine circumcision that I have and a beautiful cock, then, then, then we're open. We're by open. All I will means. expose. But I will not expose my cock to the rest of the rambling alcoholics. Why? Not even an OnlyFans. If I open an OnlyFans, we're all dudes. We don't show each other's cocks. All right. It is. It's just. It's just a no-no. It's a no-no among Says men. Says who? Show me your cock then. Okay, I'm never, stepping never mind, out. Never, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I'm not ashamed of my dick. No, I'm, I'm stepping out. I don't want to see nobody's cat. Whiskey I'm Jew had a whiskey J had. Did you call me Whiskey out. Jew? That's fucking anti-Semitic. That's fucking anti-Semitic, <laughs> Mister Lou. Yes. He called me Whiskey Jew. <laughs> but you're not a Jew. I'm not. That's anti. I'm, I'm, I'm offended. Whiskey J. But you're okay. not a Jew. Jew J starts with a. <laughs> that's anti-Semitic <laughs> shit. He automatically thought I was a fucking Jew. If you if you oh, were if you were a Jew, I could see the insult, but you're not a Jew. But that's still fucking is because he, he fucking no, labeled me a Jew. No, it's anti-Semitic that you're offended. I called you Whiskey Jew. You should be proud of it. Called you Whiskey Jew, Whiskey J. But no, I'm not. I'm exposing my cock to my my rambling brother. I'm sorry. That's just a no-no amongst men. All right, all right. But I will I will be open to an actual inspection by an official. There you go. MD. To actually look at my cock and determine and confirm or deny that I have a beautiful circumcision. That go. would be a hell of an episode. Yeah, that'd be a Patreon exclusive. Right. Is there an MD out there? Or you have access to an MD and it's willing to come down here for an official broadcast and an official examination. I'm down for that. I'm I'm down for it. All right, next fan question. Preferably, the MD would be a woman, but... <laughs> oh, hey, Gary, Gary, and a good-looking woman, even more. But nah, hey. well, okay. So right. Anyway, I'm open for the. You're asking for too much at this point, yeah, bro. All right. all right, so there we go. Next question comes from the Pebble. The and Pebble, this, and it's breaking down into three because I, I, th- I don't think you can fit everything. So, question: Do you guys do you have do you have to have a tough skin to be a podcaster? I see how I see you guys roast each other. Is it ever personal knowing? Hundreds or thousands are listening. Wow. I don't take it personal. No, I don't take it. We don't, none of us take none it of personal. Us take it none personal. of us take it Last week, me and Mr. <coughs> you shout, shouted at each other, but hey, we were afterwards, we were cool. Yeah, no. Well, we because we don't take it personal. But, yeah. but the fact that you take it personal knowing that thousands of people are listening to this episode. Like, well, like Mr. Lou, like, do you take it personal? Like, people like literally hear you arguing hey, Gary and vice versa. And then vice hey, versa. Do you give a fuck? I, I, don't, give a I fuck. don't give a fuck because number one, People who love each other still argue. Absolutely. So, but the fact that you got people listening, people are gonna who cares? Who cares? Listen. As far as I'm concerned, we were shouting at each other last week. It made for a good podcast. Well, yeah. it did. But at the same time, for anybody that doesn't know us off mic, we always argue like this. And there's never been a case where I sit there and throw the rumpster well, out of say my house. Argue, but I won't say ar- always. No, we, we, we have do, a difference we've of opinion. Had our, we've had our difference of opinion, but you know what? We respect each other's opinion. We get very heated and, yeah, yeah. and passionate about it. But no, we, we stand I, I, where we stand. I would say if this if this became a com- an argument where like I have to, I'll stop the show. Like I've yeah. done that a couple times before, where I feel like the argument's getting a little, a little look, bit overboard. I'll stop the fucking look, show. I know Mr. Lou is a flag burning, America hating yeah, communist. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> And, and, and I know that, and I know that the rumps is a big, you know, hate black hating, you know, <laughs> Yo! minority hating, you know, fucking Trumpster, Trumpster kind of. No, Tucker no, don't Car- never Tuck- call me a Trump. Tucker, sorry, Tucker Carlson, Tucker you know, Carlson. Sean Hannity following motherfucker. Do I know this shit? So wow. Okay. Well, yeah. the, then the second question is: Do you wow. have to have a tough skin to be a podcaster? Yeah, you do. I think you do. I think you yeah. do because you know, especially on this one, because we just say all kinds of shit. 
And we know it's going to offend people, but, you know, we always have our disclaimer. Not for the easily offended. Yeah. So we've always done it, but, you know, we have a tough skin. We don't give a shit. I think so. I think you're right. I think, I, in my opinion, I don't give a shit if people listen to it. It's who we are. It's the reason why we're this popular because people like listening to this raw shit. Yeah, because because I, we don't have it like you know. I, I know that at, at a we're wa- not censored. We're not censored. No, no. There was a while when we were trying to like fucking do shit like you know like organize, but that's not us. We're like jazz. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever happens, happens, and there you go. I love that alignment. We're like jazz because that's what jazz music is. Exactly. It was just people starting to play then the other guys falling. That's what we do here. Exactly. We just talk. We just speak. We talk about shit and it just all flows together. It all flows in. And we don't give two shits yep. because because our opinions are, are, are what they are. And, and like I said, for example, we were talking about shit about the, all the millennials. Fuck the millennials as far as I'm concerned. And Gen well, the, Z. Well, more Gen Z than the millen- well, you millennials. Millennials are bad so, enough. But, so here's yeah. the next Whiskey J cl- classifies as a millennial. You're a millennial. <sighs> You're a fucking know, cunt. what you are, you Me and Mr. Lou are Gen X. And then, I feel like uh, I was born in the wrong era. And then, and then the, lower, the lower generation we was were Gen Z. We were more rebels than yeah. anything. Yeah. Hey, I was born in the wrong year, guys. Come on, you got to give me credit on that. I was born in the yeah. wrong year, dude. Yeah. I don't give you credit for shit. Okay, here. So, so before we continue. Shoot. Gary Rumsey, how did you like that that one that I just? Uh... So I'm just pouring my first glass now. Oh, what the fuck? Other. Are you serious? Sorry, I'm behind You're the eight cunt. ball here. But the one that I the, the one that I brought. What do you think of that one, Miles? That one was very very good because it has that buttery yeah. that buttery that I love taste. I love yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. And, and the one that we're pouring right now, which is another Coppola Chardonnay, that the uh, that the cunt leader brought. Yeah, this is good shit. No, 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 Fuck, he didn't serve himself. Motherfucker, what's wrong with you? He barely served himself. Give him that fucker. That's the last bottle, too. He got three quarters of a glass there. Jesus. Dude, that's the last bottle, too. I'm gonna. We're the rambling alcoholics. I'm not gonna ever be satisfied with a fucking portion, bitch. And last fine, last fine question comes from the pebble. Guys, I want to get your thoughts on George Lopez. George Lopez's comments on Ralph Barboza. I don't know his comments on Ralph Barbosa. And I don't I know who the fuck Ralph Barbosa is. That's the reason why. Well, the I'm going to look that up right now. You guys, please. Kinda... So George Lopez was on a podcast, and I guess uh, Paul Rodriguez was on another podcast saying that George Lopez was rude and he's always been an asshole. And I guess everyone's pouring on George. And here it was exactly what you said when I mentioned Ralph Barbosa. What did you say? Ralph I don't know Barbosa. who the I don't know who the fuck he is, right? Yes. I, I... Well, George said that. And people took offense that oh you're you're knocking another fucking another Latino podcaster down. You should support him. Who is him. he? Exactly what I said. Who Look, is he? In my opinion, is Barboza. Yeah, Ralph Barboza. He's an upcoming comedian. B a r b o s a. He just yeah. had his own special, which is great. Cool with you, but I agree with George. That a certain thing was was this. Well, apparently, I'm George not here, I'm, has apologized. To I him. am not here to fucking hold your hand. If you want to follow my footsteps, the blueprint's behind you, bro. Absolutely. Today, today's millennials want to be fucking held hands. Right. Here, let me help you. No, fuck that. You want to do something, do it yourself. Grind it the fuck out. Okay, here's the story. George Lopez has privately apologized to rising Texas comedian Ralph Barboza for receiving lots of backlash for insulting the Dallas native. Lopez previously snubbed the stand-up comedian during his podcast of okay, OMG High last week, claiming he didn't know who Barboza was and I didn't know understand who, he is. who was. Bo- so George Lopez didn't know who Ralph Barboza and was. And people took offense to that. 
Here you got right now two Latinos and one lame white motherfucker. I don't know who the fuck he was. And none of us know who Ralph Barboza is. So if George Lopez, a Latino, didn't know who Ralph Barboza was, and two Latinos and a fucking white motherfucker didn't know who he was, obviously nobody knows who Ralph Barboza is. So Ralph Barboza can suck my cock. All of our cocks. Exactly. Well, this is the thing, though. This is the thing. They can suck my beautiful but, circumcised cock. But this is the cock. thing. I guess it, this is the thing. They're, they're starting to pile on poor George because George doesn't speak up for Latinos. When ben, when uh, local uh, Lotero vendors and taco vendors were getting assaulted, I guess they asked George, hey, what's your take on it? I don't know. I, I, I can't say nothing right now. So he didn't speak out. But I guess recently he was on The View and he said a comment. I didn't hear it, but I, I'm, I'm gonna take it on. I'm gonna take it on face value that he said, "If you're against, uh, if you're against transgenders, you're against me." Absolutely. And What's so, wrong with that? And so people go, "Wait, why is it you speak out for the transgender community, which has their own community, and you couldn't speak out for the fucking taco and the latero vendors that are getting assaulted day in day out out here in the streets?" That's a that's the thing. Wait a minute. No taco market. vendors are getting assaulted. Yeah, they were. They were. I've seen videos. I've seen. Mitchell, you've seen videos at least. Yes, I What's have. your take on that? Like, if, if you're like, let's say I've Ralph, gone for street tacos. I never assaulted anybody. Who's <laughs> the fuck assaulting street tacos? But let's say that let's, shit's good stuff. Who's assaulting them? Good, great, good stuff. It's great stuff. But let's well, say who's assaulting them? Ben, tacos. Okay, okay. Let's say we're at the Joe Rogan level. We're getting paid millions of dollars. And let's say <laughs> I don't know where Mr. Lou, you're coming out of a you're coming out of a coffee shop and of TMZ sure. goes. Mr. Lou, what's your take on the fucking assaults on the local street vendors right now? Who's doing this shit, though? That's what I want to know. Fucking random people just assaulting vendors. I, I've always... I'm against it. But, hey... Oh, no, I'm against all assaults, but I, I'm sorry. I know, no, no. I've, I've been supportive support of, of street vendors and stuff because, you know what? They're out there trying right, to earn... They're trying to... They're out there trying to earn an honest buck. To make a living, yes, they're not well, yeah, stealing. They give you better food at better prices too. I've been, yes. I've been to several street taco yes, vendors, yes, and that shit's like usually like the best fucking tacos you eat. Exactly. But here, here's my thing, and I'll, and I'll go to Michelle, Michelle, real quick. Dave Chappelle said this the best, and I always say this about when people give a fuck about what celebrities say. When Dave Chappelle did his special, and they said Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle made fun of CNN because I guess Dave Chappelle never spoke about the whole uh, the the black movement, and he says, you know what the thing is though. Who gives a fuck what I gotta say? Who gives a fuck about what Jairo would say? Exactly. The people are speaking for themselves. Look at what the people are saying. Don't give a fuck about what I say or what what celebrities say. Give a fuck about what the people say. So here's my yeah. here here's my answer to the people that are bitching and crying about George Lopez not speaking out. Fuck what George Lopez has say. Fuck what these celebrity podcasts have to say. You should be opening your fucking ears to what the people are fucking saying. Well, here's the thing. These fucking keyboard warriors that sit behind a fucking computer and no... Shut the fuck up. Yes. Just shut the fuck up and stop pretending that you matter. You do not matter. Okay? George Lopez has done a lot to open the fucking doors for a bunch of Latino entertainers. Apparently he hasn't. Apparently he's been anti-Latino. There's a guy coming out saying that I guess he was he was he was told we can't hire you because George says he wants to be the only Latino fucking comedian in the state. And if that's the case, I never heard that. No, and if again, I never heard that rumor either. And if, and if that's the case, then George Lopez is a fucking cut. Yes, but, I agree. But I've never but, heard that. But why the but, fuck do we care? Exactly. But that that's that's show business shit. But that don't affect me. But George Lopez had a successful sitcom. All that, Latino. That was all Latino. 
And that's what matters. That's the bottom line. He, he did open a lot of ground for Latinos. Exactly. Of anything. Exactly. So, 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 it, 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 is he is he jealous because he wants to be the only one? Hey, I don't give a fuck. But the fact is, he's opened these doors and he's and he's actually crashed it through. Yeah. Now, now, what it takes is for somebody to be just a, as ingenious as he was, or ruthless as he was, as ruthless as he was. Exactly. That's like the thing. And crash through, and not matter whether fucking George Lopez matters or not. That's that that's the key, yeah. and the and the and the and the idea, and the idea. <coughs> Are you okay? Yeah, my bad. And the idea that we should sit there and cancel the guy, is just fucking absurd. But it, it seems like everybody's just. It seems like from the just a of this bunch story, of fucking keyboard warriors yeah, who have nothing better to do. Off, have nothing them. better to do. Yeah, they're pissed off because George Lopez didn't know who an obscure. Well, no, no, no. He he has his own. He has, hey, a, he hey. has his own HBO special, Showtime special. Hey, this guy Ralph he, Barbosa. No, I no, never he, heard of him. He's been on the Late Show. No, so no, come on, you got it wrong. Mr. Lou has been influenced by the Beatles, and you guys both you know this, right, uh, uh, Mm-hmm. You know this, right? He's influenced yeah, by the Beatles and Menudo. So so why so hey, why so why, so why hasn't Paul McCartney and Ringo start coming out and endorse my music? Why? Why haven't they come out and do it? They're anti-Latino, that's why. Because, exactly. Yeah, George, Paul McCartney and George, and Ringo Starr are anti-Latino, dude. You know what it is? I don't know who you are, and that makes him even more anti-Latino. How does Paul McCartney not know who I cancel am? Cancel Paul McCartney, cancel Ringo Starr, cancel the Beatles. He's about to perform Take the Take all your hitters. Beatles albums, let's burn them like it's 1966 oh, again. Oh, God. And this is where, this is where the bullshit starts. It's a bunch of fucking. Just kidding, by the it, way. It's the but. Stop it. It's a bunch of it's fucking a joke. Key, it's, a joke. It's, a, it's a bunch of keyboard. Satire. It's a bunch of keyboard warriors who don't really have a. Con- All they do is sit there and criticize. Criti- you know what? Jimmy Connors had the greatest fucking quote ever. And I read oh, that. Let not even like You know, and it's a great song. And I read this when I used to play tennis back in high school. Remember when I when I was in high school, Jimmy Connor used to get beat at tennis. Players. Jimmy no, Connor, when Jimmy Connor, when I was in high school, Jimmy Connors was Cotter. was forty years old and, and considered one of the greatest tennis Still players was, that ever yeah. played. Right? You know what he said? Those who can do, those who can't teach, yeah, and those who can't do either criticize. There you go. Perfect. But that's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, for and, George and, Lopez to receive this kind of backlash, he would probably. I mean, as far as I can remember, he was the first really, well, prior to Paul Rodriguez. Okay, I mean, the first really Paul big. Paul Rodriguez. Paul Rodriguez kept out. George yeah, Paul Rodriguez. Paul Rodriguez. Yeah. Paul, but, but, yeah. I'm not Lopez, a big fan of Paul Rodriguez. But George comedy. Lopez took that shit to another Paul, yeah, level. Paul George Lopez took it to a higher level. He had his own sitcom and involving he and he plateaued. around a Latino family, which, by the way, his daughter was played by an Armenian. But hey. But no, I'm just saying. But I'm just Seriously. saying. But, Joe, but no, George Lopez opened a lot of doors for the Latino comic community, and for him to get this criticism just because he didn't know who uh, a, a certain comedian was, give me a break. Yeah. He doesn't, and that what pisses me off more. I'm pissed off at George Lopez for calling the motherfucker and apologizing. He should have just said, "It was hey, public backlash." It was I'll, public backlash. I'll yeah. check him out. I didn't. I, I haven't heard of him, but you know what? I'll, the proper response would: I haven't heard of him, but you know what? I'll check him out. But you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The comedy culture is so fucking ruthless. Guess what? Guess what? People don't know the story. Richard Pryor didn't give a fuck 
who the fuck Eddie Murphy was. No, he got a point. Eddie Murphy didn't give a fuck who the next guy be in front of him was. Yeah. Again, this is comedy, guys. Yeah. So when when a comedian like George Lopez goes, I don't know who the fuck Ralph Abbott is. Hey. It's again, it's a fucking joke. I'll have my mini rant right here. All right. This is why it is tough for the comedic community right now, because all these guys out there, there's, yeah. there's probably a lot of talented comedians out oh, there, way talented, yeah, who have to sit there before they take the stage, go through. Everything they all their material and determine. Wait a minute, is this going to set people off? They have to worry about what's going to set people off. I agree. Back in the day, Eddie, like I said, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, Lenny Paul Bruce, Mooney, exactly. Thank you, Paul yeah. fucking Mooney didn't. Yeah, have to Paul worry about Mooney. All these guys didn't. They just took to the stage and just said it. These people today, they have to sit there and literally worry about who they're going to offend and who might actually cancel out and destroy their careers. This is why I, I say to you. You know the 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 I'll call them early millennials. Okay, the, there's like millennial is considered people born between 1980 and 1997. I think the ones born in the mid to early 80s, like you yourself, yes, are are a more mature generation. But late millennials, born after that, and the Gen Zs, fuck you and your fucking offensive being offended by everything. Fuck you. No, I'm serious. Fuck, fuck you. you, you motherfuckers. It's just comedy. It's just a joke. It's just satire. Live with it. You don't live in the real fucking world. And you're trying to change everything that all those people who have lived life, who have experience, who understand the world better than you ever fucking will. Tell them, Gary. We under, we've lived. We've okay, worked. Yeah, so, so, we so, make money. No, hold on. Let me finish on. my Let thing. Finish, yeah, Tell them, Gary. We... Earn our dollar. We go to work. We work hard. You motherfuckers want everything handed to you on a silver platter. You don't want to work. You you want fifteen dollars an hour for flipping a goddamn hamburger. <laughs> Fuck you. You don't get that. You don't. And you don't get to cancel out our the people we love, the music we love, the comedians we love, the culture, the art, the, everything that we love. You don't get to cancel out. So go fucking stick it in your ass because you know what? I don't care what you're. Fucking sociology teacher taught you in ninth grade. Fuck him. You don't I, I, know I just, shit. So go to fucking hell and understand you haven't lived. You haven't worked. You don't own property. You don't pay rent. You live in your parents' home still at age 30. Fuck you. So that's the fact of life. Get over it. If it offends you, turn it off. If it offends you, turn it off. Turn Get it the off, hell out of here. That's all, that's all I have to say. That's the reality of life. Life is not going to bend over and let you have your way. Because right now, you're set up. Right now, you're living. You're 25 years old. You're living with your mommy and daddy. You know what your future is? You're, right now, your future is failure because you're thinking on this. <laughs> that is what your future is. And guess what? I have to work to age 80 to supplement your ass because you can't fucking even get a real fucking job. I don't give two shits about offending anybody. Thank you very much. That's my rant. I don't give two shits about uh, uh, offending anybody. As a matter of fact, I played you guys. I I played you guys uh, uh, before the show with my next, you know. Oh, it's fucking great. Right. And and it's about a serial killer. It's about, mm. it's about an actual... And the rubster knows who it this is. This song is like literally 20 years old. I heard the original incarnation of this song. 
I've already been witnessing. Mr. Lou's been allowing me to witness the uh, the evolution of the re-recording of this song and what he's done with it. This is sir, this song should be a number one fucking hit. It should be. In the right time and right era, it would fucking be. As the colonel, if I could go into Deloitte, it would be. <laughs> colonel, you got your work cut out. You, I you, do. I want you to take, Colonel, you want to prove yourself as the real fucking colonel? God you damn, take don't this point at me with that finger, no, Gary. You take Gary, this. Gary, don't use that finger. That's a gun. I will use that That's finger. That's a gun. I pointed his finger. Now I'm pointing at Mr. No, I, you want to prove yourself as a real fucking colonel? Out, Gary. You take this motherfucker to number one. Number that one. That fucking song. You take him all the way to number one. Hey, you have it to March 18th. I want you to perform that one on March 18th. I, I will do it, but... but Man, but, Mr. Lou's going to perform... You know, he's going to perform this I on March 18th. I want you 18. to perform it on March 18th, bro. He has no choice at this point. He's yeah, already committed. You have a deadline now, March 18th. Do, uh, you uh, have I, a month, bro. You have, have a month. Uh, no, I have no problem. More than a month. I have no problem about that. But that's hey, the March thing. March 17th to March 18th. We have but, a month. But, but that's the thing. I, I you have a month and one day. Yeah, dude. No, I, I remember when we first demoed it out about 20-some years ago and stuff, and I showed it to the rump and and your mom... Even my mom, yeah, your my mom, mom loved, loved that song. My mom was all that true crime shit, so she, yeah, when she knew the background of the song, she loved it. Yeah, because it, it's based on a serial killer. It's 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 not a it's not a happy song. A true story. It's a true yeah, story. Yeah, and the reason I recorded it, or at least and Mr. wrote Lou's it, dream, by the way. <laughs> You're being a serial killer. No, the reason that I that I wrote that song was because I saw a, a 2020 article with John Stossel about it, What's and I up remember with that. Yeah. What's up with that? What's up with that? And so, and so the, um, the 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 serial killer in question is a doctor who would you know you know poison you know patients and this whole thing. But they also showed a part where his par- where the parents of his girlfriend suspect that he killed his girlfriend. And at the time, my band was going on a fucking little tour of you know uh, the, the 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 you know California coast, and I thought to myself. This is it. We're going to make it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to write this song because at that time, that guy hadn't been convicted. So I wrote that song trying to put attention on it. But 20 years later, and you both heard the the, 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 the track today, right? Fucking great. It still stands up, it's I think. It's great, bro. I got to let you. Well, give the full story. And I was sober. I wasn't even lying to you. The, the song, song is called Swango, but give the full the story. The song is the called Swango. Swango Tango? Swango. Oh. Swango. <laughs> and, it's, and it's about a guy by the name of Dr. Michael Swango, who was an EMT and then became a doctor who the, the fucking uh, um, medical system didn't kind of, you know, catch. And his method of killing people was basically poisoning them. That's in his care, did. yeah, they're under his care. They're under his care, and they would just start dying. And I felt so angry when I heard that the, the his parents, because I'm I'm a parent now, so I would fucking hate somebody killing my child like this, you know, and, or and even killing you like that, a, a, anybody. But I was so angry, and so, and at that time he wasn't. At the time that I wrote the song, he wasn't convicted, and he wasn't. Um, there was no sentence on his ass. But then, of course, that later happened. Now he's on on you know. Uh, um, you know, permanent, you know, what do they call that? Uh, he's life, life sentence? Life sentence, yeah. Life sentence, yeah. And so, but when I wrote that song, I was so angry. And, I was, and so what I did with the lyric, I put myself in his shoes and try to put the lyric as ugly and as, and as, uh, as possible because I wanted people to understand this is not a good guy. This, is, this was an asshole. This was a fucking guy that deserved to fucking die, you know? And, and, um, 
Again, you guys heard the the the, the musical thing today. I think it sounds great. I, no, I, it sounds. I'm I'm looking forward to your I'm looking forward to your vocal being put on it because yeah. I mean, I know I have the original version on a CD in my. I yes. have yeah. There you go. But I'm looking forward to that that because re- you playing that fucking rhythm on the Gretsch. Fuck, that is just. <laughs> yeah, actually, that changes it, the whole dynamic good, right? of the song. It's, yeah, it's fucking great. Hold on, real quick. That was the end of fan questions, like five ten minutes ago. Sorry, fan oh, questions. No, no. Sorry, fan question, fan question. Fan questions. Yeah, we're in the end of fan questions. But no, but come, where, where, where are we being at March 18th? What's the name of the place? So March 18th, we're doing an event called Heavy Hitters. Heavy Hitters. And Mr. Lou should be performing that song. I will perform, I will perform that on acoustic guitar. Well, I haven't, we haven't announced yet, but March 18th is the targeted date. Tar- okay. I'm going to say that. More uh, details to yeah, come. More de- yeah, thank you, Gary. Gary. Gary is our white spokesperson. More details <laughs> to come. Exactly. More, more details, details to yeah. come. More, but it's a targeted date. But save the date, March 18th. It looks like we'll be we'll be live. The Rambling Alcoholics We're will going be live. live. We'll do it live. And Mr. Lou will be performing live. Yeah. Well, all his hits. All the songs you love. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the songs hey. over the... I will do... I, I no I will I will I will do the the uh, when, when the I don't know about all the songs when 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 whiskey Jake gets oh. introduced a few of the songs maybe yeah, one yeah, or two yeah. of the songs when whiskey Sorry. Jake gets introduced That's I will play the rambling alcoholic theme which is the song called you know you know um, tell me something good which is off my first record by Rufus and Shaka Khan yeah no off off of Mr. Lou's first record yeah I know it's the title the same. But I fear that I'm sorry. Just but kidding. but it 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 is a theme song of the Ramalika Holics. So, so when uh, so when Whiskey J walks on the stage, Mr. Lou will play that song. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, March 18th. Save the date. We're getting ready. We're gonna target fur- date. Targeted, targeted date. date. There'll be further announcements down the line. But we're there may be a live Rambling Alcoholics. And you'll, get to, and you'll get to see us live, God help us. You'll Every, get to meet us there. Like, that's you'll get to meet us, You'll yeah. get to meet the whole Ramblin' crew. Everybody oh, wants, Penny's going. Everybody wants to meet the rum, sir. Oh. oh, my God. I might hide under... Oh, my God. Gary, you're the most popular guy there. I'm Why? telling you. Because everyone wants to meet you in person, dude. Because you're a cunt. Like, because I'm a lame white motherfucker? Or? <laughs> that too, but no. Whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. You're white? I thought you were brown, dude. Just like pale. Well, I fucking spray myself before I come here to fit in, but yeah, I'm white. Everybody wants to meet you. Like, I'm being serious. The whole Rambo crew. Penny's coming. Escalante and his fucking... Well, I met Penny. Escalante and his girl's coming. And his girl and, 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 two, and, and his girl. And his two sperm muffins, yeah. I don't know about them, you know. Are the two kids he's supporting now, or... Yeah, he's supporting The girl them. that he right. took to Escondido. Yeah. We have to get her on the air with questions. So how do you feel about your weekend in Escondido? Tell us about that. He's going to get mad because he didn't want me to tell you guys. Now I know why. Well, he knows the fucking rules around here. He Nothing's off up. limits. If I don't want you guys to know something, you guys ain't going to hear it from me because it's going to be fucking fodder for your show. Absolutely. He's been, here for, he's been here for six years. He tells and learns. He tells everything. I mean, uh-huh. hey, hey, it's for material, bro. We hey, love Escalante, hey, but, your life is but material, why the bro. fuck you take I, a go to Esca- Escondido? No, 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 I no, 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 no. I'm still wondering why the farmer house twice removed is fucking reaching out to exes. That is just fucking... I can't get that out of my mind. With him, he reached, you know he reached out to his ex-wife? What? What? To his ex-wife in New York. Yep. Get the. What, what was that I about? What was I don't that? Know, I, I don't know, but I, I, I just Look, know they reached out. I will say this much: 
That's I have some sympathy for asshole. him, knowing he's had a lot of loss and a lot of pain over the last few years. But now that he's gone as far as reaching out to the this is, this is, to the to the ex-wife, not recently, who, but this is like when they first like separated. That's no, but at that time his fucking his wife was alive. Jesus. Well, I don't know what to say about that, but uh, okay. that's how I always use the analogy. Like it's if that is a re- cut move. That yeah, is a totally yeah. cut move. Like I'm afraid if I were to divorce Crystal, he's gonna fucking reach out to Crystal. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, you know what? The guy has a shame. I dig. Hey, I dig- and he loves me the I, most. I dig Miss Kitty. I want you, but you I would not. I would not reach out to her. You know why? Bro code. Because you've been there. <laughs> Quite frankly, I would like to punish one of my exes. So. I, off the air, I'm going to give you her phone number. I want you to give it to the fucking... Oh, shit. Oh, sorry, so he can reach out to her and fucking make yeah. sure she's okay yeah. fucking 20 years later, but hey. No, Whiskey J's giving all kind of sign signals. I think we're I'm done. doing sign language. I'm doing, sign, doing language. sign language. He's going fucking full sign language. Wow, man, we're going to wrap it up. Oh, ready, ready? Oh, we got to wrap it up. Don't you my baby? Shit. I hate wrapping it up. It sucks. I know, but that's when we get to the concha. Yeah. Well, we got we got. got concha. Yeah, hit la concha. La concha. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot, I forgot about la concha. Yeah, I forget we have concha, bro. Yeah, right. You ready? Yeah. Two, three, Fresh concha. one. And then we're going to wrap it up. I want to thank everyone. Gary, I want to thank you. Michelle, I want to thank you. Escalante, I want to thank you for give, telling me where you're going because it, it made for great material. I want hey, to thank you both because, you know... Like, your life is fodder. Yeah. I, and this life is, is fodder. It's good. This episode is called Plethora. 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 Say that again. Plethora. Get it right. Plethora. Spell it. It's, it's spelled just like it sounds. P E P. P, no, E-P-L-E-S-O-R-A. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Plethora. Gary, I'm You got to spell it right. Gary, is that a spelling bee? I had four bottles of wine. Okay. Yeah, we, good point. We, we went through four bottles. Yeah, hey, I we went through four I sent you a picture. Did you I, get I, it right? I'm going to post it. I'm going to post it on the Patreon. Right, we went through four, four bottles, bottles of wine. Four bottles of fucking wine tonight. Wow. You know why, dude? I'm actually very impressed tonight. The Chardonnay rules, dude. Yeah. No, the Chardonnay All Friday. shards. All Chardonnays, All by the Chardonnay. way. Hey, did you shard? The ladies all had shards tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now we're going to shard. Well, look, look. Shart. I'm, thinking about, I'm thinking about buying another house. I'm going to buy a house where there's no train checks. And during the summer, we're going to have a fucking shard. Are you Friday. serious? Oh, you're going to move, huh? Yeah, I'm going to move. Wow. I'm, I'm, I don't want the fucking house. I don't want the fucking house, Gary. I got equity here. So I want to fucking get out of here. So you're going to sell this house and buy another one, right? <laughs> Come on, Gary. Yeah, for tax purposes, yeah, you're going to get screwed if you don't. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Wrap it up. We're gonna but hey, we'll be moving on. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Thank you. Right. Two, three, one, cut leader. Ladies and gentlemen, if you hear this song, you know what that means. You we know what that means. Gary, thank you. Mr. Lou, thank you. Gary Ramster. No, 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 no. Thank you. Ramster. Thank you. Should this band be paying us for playing this I song? I think we're paying them too much. Yeah, it's their only hit. So, yeah, they should be, th- like, from 25 years ago. <laughs> They should be thankful they're still we getting should, played we somewhere. We should be getting royalty checks. We should be, yeah, we actually should be. Gary, but work, you, know what? you it, should it, work it, on that. But, but you know what? If I don't play this song at the end of the evening... They got mad. They get fucking pissed. Our fans get pissed. One time, Mr. Mm-hmm. New played, played for two weeks straight, played other songs to Did play us out. out. Yeah. They fucking came back. Play us out. I don't know what that means, play us out. I don't know what that means. Play us out. What does that mean? Out. Get the fuck Play out. Oh, no. We'll go to Sting. We'll do it live. <laughs> you're, not, you're not that white. <laughs> Play us live, Gary. 
Pero thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for signing in, tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Rambling Alcoholics Podcast One. Don't forget to follow the Rambling Network. And if you're a Patreon uh, subscriber, I want to give a shout out to Rancho Ramos, Inside the Northside Podcast, Antonio Lopez. Uh, was it, was it, fuck, I forget his fucking name. And, and, I, and I shouldn't. And I fucking shouldn't. This is why I don't fucking do this shit live, goddammit. Do it live. Do it live. Do it live. Do it live. Fucking thing sucks. That's right. Uh, morebiz.com. Oh, thank you. And uh, uh, I forgot the other guy. Hey, you too for being a Patreon episode. Yeah, you too. You, whoever you are. Whoever you are. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Other than that, guys, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for following. If you guys want to support us, give us a five-star ratings on iTunes. It helps with the visibility. Leave a comment. Also, on Anchor, we have a new feature. If you if you listen on Spotify, you can leave a comment and we'll read it on next week's episode. Oh, nice. Let us know. And Rumpster and I will have a Oscar pre-show. As much as, as much as all the movies that we've seen. And then we can, as possible, yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Anywho, Mr. News Music and Movie Review Variety Hour. <laughs> so, with that said... Mr. Lou, the Rumster, and our cult leader, Whiskey J, signing off on the Rambling Alcoholics because this is the fucking show, bro. Hey, drink responsibly because we won't. We never do. That's why we're called the Rambling Alcoholics. You know why? I do. You do not, you satirist motherfucker. I think I, think I do. You ran over that kid in the scooter and you fucking ditched him in the ditch. <laughs> And then, and then you, and they then, fucking ran out in front of me, fifty feet away. Was I supposed to see him? Exactly. And then you wrote, "Turn on your heart light." So. Yeah, turn your heart light, Gary. What the fuck, bro? And you wrote, "Rainbow Ridge." <laughs> hey, you gotta write that song. You, you gotta write, write that, that song. song Ladies and gentlemen, lyrics. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Rambling Alcoholics episode two forty one. Two forty one. You know what? We're, we're, we're close to two fifty, motherfucker. Oh my god! Oh my god! Motherfucker! We're two fifty. Shit. I was around for nine of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so so here we go. My two brothers, Whiskey J. The Rumster. We are out. You don't have to stay here. You get the fuck out of here. We get the fuck out of here. <laughs> What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.